Welcome to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. Uh, today is a special episode. We're going to talk about all things Philly Philly, the Eagles, and uh, we have a special guest with us today, Trenton Brubaker. This is mm-hmm. his second appearance on Coming Off the Bench. Uh, as we said before, uh, Brandon's brother-in-law. And so Trenton, good to have you. How's it going? It's going good. Honored to be on here again. <laughs> I didn't know if last time how it went. Oh, it went well. Oh, it went well. That's good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I love, my favorite part was the, what was it, Ultimate Frisbee? There was some debatable thing with the Ultimate Frisbee. I remember it. Yeah. I still debate it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was a great moment. Uh, so yeah, uh, Trenton, so what do you do outside of being an Eagles fan, which you get paid part-time, right? Yeah. No, I should. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of my takes are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Probably worth some money. Yeah. What do you What do you do from work, uh, Trent? So I uh, work for a builder in Ephrata Landmark uh, okay. Homes. What do you do for them? Uh, purchasing and estimating. Okay. So I work in the office. We set prices for everything. Okay. Buy it, obviously. Uh, basically, we build assemblies for this is what it's going to take to build this house on this lot. So what, mm. how long have you been working with them? Uh, like two, little over two years. Wow, wow. it's been after, two years after already. After COVID uh, then. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, actually right after COVID. Pretty, you pretty much started that they reached out to me. So how, I wasn't going to get into this, but so what, <laughs> like the inflation, you're, you're in cost and estimates. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was uh, thought through the numbers. So mm-hmm. with inflation happening, with the cost of lumber that went up and then came back down and yep. all that stuff. Yep. What was that world like for you and your job? Yeah, so for the longest time, um, prior to me getting there, we had one supplier that we got pretty much all of our uh, lumber from. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. with, like you had mentioned, I don't know how many people may not know this, but lumber like went like 4X what it normally is. For a long time, it was very consistent. Um, So at that point, that was when I came on and I was like, well, it doesn't make sense that we only have this one supplier and we're just kind of paying whatever, you know, these costs are inflating mm-hmm. and it's all about when they buy and they buy in these bulk quantities. So we brought in like three other suppliers and we would basically set them all up that we'll quote you every month. And then we schedule out who gets what's jobs based on those prices. Okay. So it was a way to hold them accountable. And then it also kind of helped us because mm-hmm. if there was a vendor that bought really well that month, we were able to capitalize that and not just be like shoehorned in with this one right supplier yeah so interesting yeah that's kind of that was a big piece kind of addressing what so you're, wait what made was it just the lack of i mean trees like so, what so, <laughs> when, yeah. when covid hit everybody assumed that uh most industries were just going to shut down so uh, sawmills don't want to be stuck with lumber after they cut it because they got nowhere to go with it. Mm-hmm. So they literally laid everybody off and shut them all down. Pretty much all of them shut down. Well, gotcha. building all of a sudden, for whatever reason, took off, <laughs> mostly because the interest rates were really low. Mm-hmm. And they're just, it was a backlog that it took them pretty much two years to recover from. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Man, what a... What a year to get get into that. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So I still feel kind of it's we're not really through it. There's still, right. we have we had a warehouse that we basically just started like stocking appliances because that was a real issue. Okay. Um subfloor adhesive, like random stuff that would just like all of a sudden they'd say, Yeah, we just can't get it anymore. It's probably gonna be 
six months till we get goodness. it again. Wow. And we're like, oh crap. How yeah. do we build houses? Well, we, yeah. When we rehab, rehabbed our home, we, the biggest thing for us was the windows. The windows were on back order for, I think we were told six weeks initially and turned into eight. And then I think it was about 10 and a half until we actually got them, which from what I hear, I've talked to people since it's actually a pretty good time frame. And so, yeah, you're shaking your head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like, like, that's what people told me. It was like, yeah, actually that's actually not a bad time. I'm like, oh, well it took forever. Cause obviously the expectation was set at six weeks. And so yeah. when it's not met there, it's like, well, mm-hmm. dude sucks. But yeah, um, some of the builder, the builder that we work for windows was always an issue for them. Yep. So I don't know what I had to do with windows, but well, windows are so tough because you need them. Like it takes, but from foundation to like the end of framing stage, usually you can do in like three weeks, four weeks maybe. And windows, if they take, the average was like 15, 16 weeks there for a while, you have to order the windows before the contract is even really signed with the buyer. Wow. So like they would give you a preliminary contract, but mm-hmm. before you've done anything, you're like, okay, let's get this going. We'll get it in our schedule, order the windows so that... When framing's done, that's the next thing you need before you can really do anything, right? Move yeah, forward. Right. Uh, so we got stuck. Like, there was probably two or three jobs that people ended up canceling for different reasons, and we couldn't cancel the windows. That's a nightmare. So you're wow. saying buyers that agreed to buy the house terminate? Yeah. At that point, it's uh, it's a hypothetical house. So we we basically, they're, they give us a down payment of X yep. number of dollars. Usually, it's not very much. And then uh, we we contract to we set the get the walls um, the superior walls in the pipeline to yeah. be manufactured sure and we order the materials that are going to take a long time windows fiberglass um, tubs for like bathrooms mm-hmm. those are a real issue um, stuff that's going to just take a while right yep. but mm-hmm. if they for whatever reason they, sometimes their financing falls through. Right. You know, like they had a bank that agreed with, and then something happens, they buy for whatever reason, a motorcycle or. When especially now, well, yeah, wow. that can happen. But like, even I think February of this, this year, just a few months ago, interest rates were below 4%. Mm-hmm. And then now if you get approved today, you're six, six, and six yeah, six, six and a half. Yeah. I was going to say, so just in just a few months, it's literally doubled. Yep. Um, and so talk about people whose financing fall through sometimes it's not even their control it's just mm-hmm. the fact that the interest rates you can't lock them in that long right you can lock them in eventually but the longer you wait the more it costs you out of pocket and so yep. it's yeah hmm. man those details are fun i mean yeah. <laughs> man what a what an environment we're in now but mm-hmm. so outside of work uh you're a married man i'm a married man tell yep. us a little about how long you've been married uh three it's about three years okay yep cool and how's that going uh good yeah, yeah, it's going really good. We uh, we still love each other, so that's a good start. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> no, we uh, I mean we we actually work together, kind of circling back around to that. Yeah, so sure. We spend a lot of time together, and uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun. That's nice. Yeah. Do you guys work close proximity? Uh, well, now, yeah, she splits time. She kind of goes up to Mechanicsburg, which is about an hour away from okay. Ephrata. Uh, she does that once or twice a week, but she had her I like during the week when she's in the office i'm talking to her probably five or six times i'll go over and just will like talk for like two minutes flirt like, like an inside joke or yeah, something yeah, yeah i'll yeah. throw a pen at her or something <laughs> it's like, like it's like jim and pam in the office yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly probably 75 percent of it if she ever listens to this she would agree is i just go over because she has a snack 
closet. Uh, <laughs> and I never pack a lunch. So I pretty much rely on her to bring the food and the snacks. Nice. That's the real job. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So you're a diehard Eagles fan. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been an Eagles fan? How did that come about? Um, as long as I can remember. I mean, it was definitely my dad that and I remember when we were when I was very young we had a old TV with like the bunny ears <laughs> and we'd be like there like trying to adjust it to get the picture right huh. and my dad really <laughs> liked Merle Reese so we wouldn't even listen to the sound on the TV we'd just play Merle Reese through the radio yeah. while watching it which was always that, a little delayed yep. but uh it's that's just like Jeremy our other brother-in-law that is also okay. what he did growing up oh I didn't I know think, that yep Merrill, oh, I remember he mentioned that. that he's like we would Turn down the volume yep. and just listen to Mail Reese because that was like the best thing. Huh. And uh, we, then at halftime, we'd always go out and pl- throw football in the backyard. So that was like kind of a cool bonding thing uh, that we did. And how many were there of you? How many brothers do you have? I have three younger brothers. Okay, three younger brothers. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they all they all got into football too. So mm-hmm. it's probably a large part of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's great having that brother. Oh yeah, bondage through yeah. football and stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Well, we got a lot to get into. Uh, I got a lot of questions. Well, I got a couple questions for you, and then I have a cool activity that I'm excited for. Again, you guys are gonna have to partner together in that. So okay, and actually come to agreements on things. So I'm actually kind of like, I'm hoping you guys disagree <laughs> a little bit. Here that's gonna be fun. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's enjoy. Cool. So let's get to the main course, if you will, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. So first of all, mm-hmm. how about we talk about today? About yes. what you guys are excited about. Are you guys excited? I heard today I was listening to Get Up. Uh, yes, I'm answering your question. I'm okay. very excited. Okay. So, so Get Up today, uh, Tim Hasselback was on and said that all the Eagles fans that are excited about the Eagles right now because of a one drive by Jalen Hurts going six for six, scoring a touchdown is nonsense. <laughs> and so I followed and I listened and apparently earlier in the drive, if like that, that, that the, the, the play when Jalen Hurts ran out of bounds and got hit late, apparently that was like going to be the end of the drive. Had he, that not been a penalty and they would have gotten an automatic was, first down, it would have been the end of the drive. Like third and two. Or it would have been fourth and two or something. Fourth and two. Okay. So potentially would have ended the drive right there. And now suddenly we're not having the conversation because Quincy Williams or whatever his name was, you know, cheap shot. Yep. You know, Jalen Hurts. Now the drive continues. He ends up being six for six or whatever. But I guess he was saying he didn't actually enjoy at all what he saw from Jalen Hurts because that drive literally should have stalled out if not for the penalty because Jalen Hurts got out of the pocket instead of staying in the pocket throwing the ball like he should be he got out of the pocket drew the flag which again helped the Eagles out as a whole but it's not what you want to see from Jalen Hurts so I didn't watch the game so I didn't see it or anything like that but what do you think I mean here I agree that I mean there's probably a lot of WIP callers who are like extrapolating Jalen Hurts six stats basically over an Mm -hmm. 18 game series and being like this guy's gonna have 7,000 yards and 150 (laughs) touchdowns that he's not gonna throw an incompletion so I'm sure you have those people I'm somewhere in the middle like ever since Mm -hmm. I take preseason anything that happens in preseason with a grain of salt because ever since Sam Bradford 
oh, way back in the day so, yep. that I bought into the hype. He went 12 for 12, three touchdowns. Like they were like this, we are going to be amazing. When he regular, went to the Eagles or the when he Rams. went to the Eagles. Okay, okay. And, didn't uh, you say you were at that game? I was at that game. And driving home, I was just okay. like, we are going to go to the Super Bowl. Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. And they just, that was the like terrible season. They were awful. <laughs> Wasn't that the year? That was Chip Kelly's first year. That was right? the Chip Kelly fall apart year. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, it was his love Chip Kelly. Sec- third year, I think. It was his third year? Yeah. Because they traded Nick Foles for, or he had, right. Like, they uh, had Michael Vick and they had right. Nick, and Nick Foles, Foles and they traded and Nick Foles for Bradford and something like that. They had Riley Cooper on that team. They did. So my thoughts. He's <laughs> starting to start some over here. Yeah, he is. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, the one thing I saw, I mean, the rest of the drive after he got hit, he didn't really do anything for me. The his throw, um, his first throw early in the drive, I was like, okay, that's a good throw. Okay. A lot of times, what you see in preseason is like just dink and dunk, try to get guys into a rhythm. I mean. You, yeah. I just don't put a ton of stock into it. I don't okay. think Jalen's going to be the reason that we make the playoffs. Mm. I, he hasn't done a whole lot in training camp to be like this guy's the guy. Okay, mm-hmm. he's just kind of been like meh, which has kind of been his mo. I think since he's been in the NFL, um, the Eagles have, a, I think, a top five roster. They just don't have the quarterback at this point. So, so, mm. so when you say I don't think that Jalen Hurts is going to be the reason the Eagles make the playoffs. What is the reason? Is it because of the top five roster outside of him or anything specific? Yeah, they, I mean, their defensive line is going to be probably one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. Along with okay. so, And I also their offensive line. I mean, yep. most of their backups would be starters on other teams. So their trenches are really strong. And so if nothing else, they'll be able to run the ball and – Stop they're going to be able to create pressure yep. on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and their corners, I mean, for, I just kind of said how I – I mean, everything out of training camp has been that Darius Slay and James Bradbury look like they're just absolutely, like, studs. Like, mm-hmm. James Bradbury looks even better than Slay mm-hmm. does. And Slay, I would say, is a top 10 yeah. corner yep. in this league. So their safeties are very weak. I'm, I mean, that's a definite hole that got teams are going to try to exploit. Um, but – I, I don't know. We'll, I mean, I think their defense is going to be really good. I, I would guess that's probably why they win games is going to be because of their defense. Defensive running mm-hmm. the ball. Yep. Brandon, would you agree? Yeah. Okay. The Like you said, the, the weakest position is safety. Um, and apparently it's not even close. Like things that I've been hearing, Ed, they are weak. What about linebacker? Weren't you guys struggling on linebacker last year? Yeah, but they – like with – Getting Nicobe Dean, yep. uh, the Kazir White, um, yeah. JT Edwards. Apparently, he's looking really. Uh, is it Edwards? Yeah, yeah. His is last Edwards? name's Edwards. I don't think his I, first name's JT though. Okay, um, Edwards apparently is looking really good. They said that it's a really young linebacker core, but they said they're doing really. It's a lot better than last year. And are they considering Reddick a linebacker or is he D line? They technically have is a. D-line. D-line. Okay. But, like, I guess it obviously depends on what they're going to play. If they play the 3-4, three, the three, then he's an outside linebacker. Sure. Um, but, like you said, the line, both lines are great. Um, offensively, like, to basically, I, I heard that this is one of the first years in a long time that the roster 
when it comes to the 53-man roster, it's going to be really hard to cut. They, could, they couldn't they could say that a couple years, like yeah. years ago. They said, oh, it would be easy to pick off who you want. This yep. year they said the roster is so strong that it's going to be some surprise cuts yeah. coming, which is really interesting to hear because of that of that reason of having such a weak weak uh, teams last year right. last couple of years so, so it's the depth it, the depth the depth is really good so safety everything else is great and you play and in the, the NFC Jalen, East and you play in the NFC East that helps as well so do you guys I know we're talking about the Eagles this time but why not talk about the Cowboys for a little bit heck yeah do you guys really think that the Cowboys are falling off because I I've heard people talk uh, about it and the, I forgot did you see that play? I, <laughs> you see the uh, Bradley Chubb layout Ezekiel Elliott. No, that was fun to watch. I did just not see that. There. It was at practice, and he kind of slowed down, and he just laid out <laughs> Zeke at practice. Was it a joint practice? Bradley yeah. Chubb, you said? Yeah. Okay, joint practice. Yeah. So okay. I just wanted to throw that. Out. But, um, because no one's talking about them, it makes me a little nervous. But they because were a really like midway through the year last year. We were talking about them being one of the best football teams in the league. Yes. And now suddenly they lose Amari Cooper. They lose Brad, Gregory, Randy Gregory, the uh, D end. Yeah. So they lose a few pieces, and now suddenly they're not a playoff team. I'm just I'm not making the case for them to make the Super Bowl or anything like that. But I felt like at least earlier in the offseason, I was like, oh yeah, the Eagles are going to win that division. But I'm like. I don't know. Dallas got a quarterback. Philly doesn't. Yeah. If the Cowboys go anywhere, it's going to be because of Dak, I think. I mean, that's – but he doesn't have the receiving core for the first time in a while. He's going to have to be the guy without the receiving core and without the running game that he's probably – I mean, they really should go away from Ezekiel Elliott. He's making like almost $30 this year. I saw Yeah, Yeah, because Jerry Jones didn't want him to go away at that back in the day, but now – well, they ruled all his salary cap into this year so that next year they can release him for no penalty. Mm. Ah. Like, this is if you have this him on it. a fantasy football team or a dynasty league, like, get rid of him. Yeah, because he's not going to be around unless it's a contract year, essentially, unless he does goes off, which I, he's cooked in my opinion. Yeah. So, well, there was an interview. They interviewed um, J- uh, Jerry Jones and basically asking him, like since the 49er like since the playoff um game that you guys lost what is something like because you got like you said you were one of the better teams and then what kind of fell off they lost to the Broncos. they got manhandled by the broncos last right i don't know by like 30 plus i something like that halfway through the season and then they fell apart so they asked him like what what needs to happen because you guys were a really good team he's like and he just said we got to be more physical like and he was just pounding the physicality like just saying we got to be more physical and he says that all the time they're mm. t- he said all the time what yeah. else like they're what not else is there yeah mm. what else is there like, i mean he's pretty much a spokesperson for the whole team mike mccarthy feels like he's sorry but like a puppet almost mm-hmm. like jerry jones basically jerry jones just needs to go down and be the head coach because <laughs> that's pretty much what's <laughs> happening here uh, but they the uh the Cowboys were the most penalized team in the NFL last year. Right. And they they just had, had 17 like 17 yeah. penalties their <laughs> first preseason game. Yeah. That feels like I never thought of McCarthy led teams as undisciplined teams, but I think that if that trend continues this is McCarthy's last year. Yeah. And I don't think that they would 
if they're undisciplined, they're not good enough mm-hmm. to win being undisciplined. And yeah. I, it just seems like maybe that's the trend that they're that they're on. I don't right. know. And the draft pick that they got, the offensive lineman, was <laughs> the number one penalized player in all oh, college football. football. Yeah, great fit. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah, this is our guy. But but like you said, culture. like they're not being talked about as much. They're yeah. more like, oh, what like what's gonna happen? There's no hopes. There's no like they're still considered based on sports books, whatever that they're the highest the best odds to win the NFC East make it to the playoffs. Sure. But they're, they're, they're not always being talked about all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Not anymore. Yeah. So that's where it's kind of, and they have an easier record than the Eagles do. They have an easier record. And so easier does your schedule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Schedule strength yeah. schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they, yeah. they are there, but they do start off. Their schedule is really hard to start. Mm-hmm. They got the Buccaneers, I think again, then they have the Bengals and then, like they could be in they a could real easily slump. be zero and three. They could and be. Real I th- I don't think that team has the character to pull out of being zero and three. They haven't shown mm. it. No. Yeah. Not, not when have they penalized. ever showed the ability in the last fifteen years to win the grow and get stuff? Like we're gonna buckle down. The only time was Dak and Zeke's rookie year. I felt like they dominated the league that year. Yeah, but they were always on top. They were always like on there top. was never a time that they were not. That's true. And pull, like like Trent said, pulled out of it. That's that's fair enough. So. Yeah, because th- that's right. They always got ahead, and then they would just pound the rock with you the rest of the game with Zeke the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did it all year long. Yep. And of course, choked come <laughs> playoff time again. Exactly. But, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's the Cowboys doing cowboy things, like Stephen A. Smith says. Yep. He just laughs at him. That's exactly right. So, <laughs> so getting back to the Eagles here. Um, talking about your history as being an Eagles fan, what is your happiest or proudest moment as an Eagles fan that you can remember? Either one of you guys can take it. Hmm. I kind of have like two. Okay. Like kind of like favorite moment. Well, the Super Bowl. That was, that was fun. I really enjoyed it. It felt really weird though, not having Carson Wentz honestly, because he pretty much carried the whole, we, like 10 and one going into LA, playing the Rams, the number two team at nine and two, then tearing the ACL and then seeing Nick Foles lose like two, two, three straight. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Crap. And he looked bad. Yeah. And they still ended up with the number one yep. spot, yep. but all through the playoffs, there was, it was close. Like they played Atlanta, Atlanta, and that, that Atlanta came down to like two ju- Julio Jones jump, jump balls. Yes. <laughs> that somehow Jalen Mills, I almost like pushed him out of bounds pretty much did yeah um so and then um minnesota. Yeah, minnesota they went first play of the game minnesota went right down scored a touchdown you're like ah crap and then this is defense pick six yep. by uh patrick robinson yep yeah and then from there it was like 38 7 they didn't or something like that but that was probably one of my favorite memories, almost more than the Super I mean, the Super Bowl was great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. that whooping on Minnesota <laughs> and, like, yeah. the city was so behind them and the dog masks. Mm-hmm. What was that, the divisional round? Uh, or? That, that was the NFC, NFC Championship, Championship. Was it That's NFC? whenever it was Mir- Miracle. Miracle. Or in the Minnesota Miracle. Minnesota Miracle in, well, Minnesota. I did not realize that was the NFC Championship game. Yep. yep. Wow, okay. And then the Super Bowl where it was – it just went back and forth. Like, again, the most offensive yards ever in a Super Bowl, back and forth. Tom Brady, I don't, honestly, I don't know how we won. 
Tom I Brady, kept expecting the wheels our, to come off. I'm our, like, at de- some point, our defense Holtz is, is going to throw that back-breaking interception. Like, we can't possibly keep this up. And yet, he we kept it up. Yep. We kept and we up. were just hoping one play, one play. And then Brandon Graham got Brandon the strips, strip, blah, 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 stripped, strip sack. Sheesh, that was hard. Yeah. It's good. And then, but even then, <laughs> then we kicked a field goal. And, was, and they only still had a chance. They still had a chance. They like, still gosh, came down to dang. a basically a Hail Mary throw into to the Gronk, end zone, yep. which could have been completed. Yeah. <laughs> well, after it happened, everything just like froze. No one was cheering. It didn't yep. feel like any, like, you're just looking around like almost like, did it actually happen? Was there a flag? Yeah. Anything like that. And it was. We, I, suddenly we won. Chance. Yeah, suddenly we're, we're, we won. And the team's running on the field. So that was one, but then my other one was oh, if yeah. well, I was this just popped into my mind. Like so, being a Bengals fan, they've I don't they've never won the Super Bowl, right? No, that's correct. Like, Thanks what so. feeling would you get? <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean it as a diss, but I see how that came across. Like, what feel like I was just thinking about it. Like, so we've I mean, the Eagles have only ever won that Super Bowl. Like, what feeling if you had to tell somebody? that's very you know to their team mm-hmm. what it's like what would you describe it as to see your team win the super bowl finally like that's all that it's just like relief or like oh it was a lot of cheering but it was like finally because of all the times going through the five nfc championship games straight that andy Reid and McNabb couldn't get past they, they got past one made the super bowl then lost obviously to new england but it just felt like you get so close, but then you can't make it. And then your team just falls apart after Chip Kelly with yep. Chip Kelly and yep. all the things where you see your team where they can go and they finally make it there. But then that's where it came into play where it was with Nick Foles and not Carson Wentz. Yeah. So that was a little weird, but I feel like that would irk me so bad. If like, if the Bengals went and like right before the playoffs or during the playoffs, Burrow got hurt. And Browning and suddenly, came in. Browning, Browning's a stud, though. He's looking really good in preseason. But um, but Brandon Allen's the backup. Oh. And so if Brandon Allen goes and leads the Bengals to the Super Bowl and wins, a, wins the ring with Burrow on the bench, I don't know. That feels like – you know the feeling you get in your stomach when your team ties with another team? Yes. Mm. It's almost worse than a loss. Tying with yeah. the Bengals? That was terrible. <laughs> that that yeah. was the – Again, Eagles. <laughs> the one game that we potentially thought about going to, but then COVID happened. Yep. And then we watched it happen and it came to it a freaking tie. Yep. Anyway. That's what it almost is that yeah. I mean, I guess I asked you guys, like when Nick Foles won that and it wasn't Carson Wentz, did you put could you put that to the side and like no the freaking the Eagles won this yep. game and we're Super Bowl champions or what? Like I think it was like one percent dampener. To me. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Like it was there, and like, oh, I wish it could have been him, but like, the adrenaline, the adrenaline's coming through mm-hmm. you. And you're just like, we won the Super Bowl. Like you're just there, and like, mm-hmm. kind of shocked. Yeah. You don't know what to do next. Like, yeah. That was also the time I went down and visited my dad. We surprised him for his fiftieth birthday, so we went down and surprised him, mm-hmm. and we were able to watch the Super Bowl with my family. Wow. Which oh, was pretty. Wow. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. And. uh so yeah, just yep. Do you think if Wentz wins that Super Bowl, he's still a quarterback of the Eagles? 
No, not with everything that transpired after Afterwards. that. I th- Well, I, I would think so. You think so? Yeah, because I think he's not hurt. His confidence is still up. I don't think they would go after a Jalen Hurts or go after a quarterback in the second round. I think that really – Oh. I think him tearing his ACL really took away that confidence in him. And, like, he has fallen – and then it, adding on to Jalen Hurts and a second round pick and a quarterback where you thought you had your franchise. I think they gave him an extension like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hardening to the. Yeah. yeah. Wentz is such a weird one for me because it's like he clearly has the talent in the physical talent. And I think he still has the physical talent. I mean, he could still throw the ball right. like he always could. He can't Philly. move quite as well because the ACL, right. but he right. still can move. Though, he can still move. Than, yeah. He can still yeah. move. He's just not as lethal with his legs right. as he was when he first came in the league. Right. Hmm. I think that he, for whatever reason, I know there's a lot that goes into quarterbacking, but somehow it's men- mental. It's, it's, it's all it's me- some of. I it's think mental. it's a lot of it's mental. It's, it's, and actually, I think what was more damaging for him was not even the injury, but that four-week period when he had to like carry this shell of an Eagles team, like in 2019, I think it was, mm. and they won the last four and made it to the playoffs. But he kind of just did everything. And then didn't he get hurt yep. in the playoff game he hurt against Seattle? Very first, and then Nick Foles. Drive. I think Nick Foles came back in. Uh, no, actually, it was. Um, um, that Chase Daniel? No, no, no. It was that other guy. He had uh, he played for the Bears for a while, and that's when he came to the league. He had like a Harris. Nick Foles? <laughs> nope, no, 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 no. Okay, I gotta look that. Up. Where is it at? Uh, wait, he played for he played the for the Bears. Bears. Yeah, J- I thought he played for the Bears. JP Lossman. No, JP Lossman. That's an old. Uh, that? That's an old name though. Yeah, he's the quarterback to Bills. <laughs> really. Yeah, JP Lawson, you remember him? It was, I think it sorry. I'm I think it is Chase Daniels. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, no. that's who I was thinking. Somebody about. got he got he played for the Bears. He got hurt. The backup? Yeah, he tore he pulled his hamstring. He did. Going on a run. Sudfield? Was Josh it? McCown. <laughs> that's right dude that's right wasn't he for the Bears at some point right he's been on every team yeah I was gonna say the Jets. Got okay I should have just said the guy who's played for everyone <laughs> no yeah I, said I, Fitzpatrick I remember first, that then it would have been but he yeah Carson Wentz went out in like the first quarter and you're yeah. like this guy cannot and McCown stay. gave it gave it everything he had yep the and 40 then I year old remember McCown. him crying in the tunnel that's right and like I'm feeling he was just saying I let the team down it was like, fourth and goal dude you gave everything you had he gave everything he had. Yeah, but going back to Carson, when I that I was um, I saw that um, during one of the commander practices, man, oh, gosh, that's tough. <laughs> um, the commander practices that jo, uh, Montez Sweat mm-hmm. came around the corner and was chasing after Carson Wentz, yep. and he was yelling at him, "Get rid of the ball! Get rid of the ball! Throw the as, ball away! Throw the ball, throw away, the ball away!" As he's chasing him, and Carson Wentz just runs right out of bounds. So like a mental mentally, like right there, like he your defensive player is trying to help like get your get your brain thinking to like get rid of the ball, don't lose that sack, that kind of stuff. Like and he ran it about. So like I'm like I'm part of me's hoping he does good, but obviously he's on he's in Washington. I don't Yeah. I'm gonna I mean, win yeah. I, I'm sure that Philly fans, when they come to Philly, uh, Philly fans for the most part 
I mean, I know we kind of secretly root for him, but like for the most part, Philly does not like Wentz because they feel like he quit on the team. Yeah. And so he's going to get the Ben Simmons. Booze. Yeah. Oh, probably not as bad. Probably not as bad as that, but it'll be pretty bad. Oh my goodness. It'll be pretty bad. He could get jumped on the streets. Yeah. Simmons. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. No. Um, So the Super Bowl, and then the second one was obviously the Miracle in the Meadowlands too for me. When Deshaun Jackson ran back the punt return for a touchdown. Yep, at the end of the game, right? At the end of the game. Yep. Down like, I think the Eagles were down 24-3 with seven minutes left. And that was the Michael Vick Eagles? Michael Vick Eagles. Okay. He threw like a 70-yard pass to Selleck, scored a touchdown, and then they faked, they got an onside kick, went down, scored again, <laughs> stopped. I told you to kick it out of bounds. Stopped the Giants, and then they went back when they went down and scored again, and then like all this happened in seven minutes. Yeah. And then they punted the ball off to Deshaun Jackson and the rest <laughs> is history. Like that was yep. great. I remember, st- I remember just getting off the couch, hooping and how I, that was the best game I've, really? I probably have ever watched. I would put it the second best game ever behind the last year's chiefs bills game. To me, that was number one. But that yeah. Eagles game was probably think, that, yeah. that's probably number two. Wow, mm. best games ever. Okay, I that I've seen that I've Eagles that I've game. like watched. Yeah, the Chiefs and Bills game that last was year. good. I was like literally on the couch. I was like We're, beside Cheryl, and I was like, "Honey, like what? <laughs> Did, weren't you guys over for the for Sophia's birthday? Because that was the giant. Because it was the Bucks and the Rams. Oh, for that. That was, and then oh, yeah, you got like during her birthday. You got like what's going out. on? What's going on? Cooper I'm, sit, I'm sitting there. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and my dad, my dad was. We had my dad family. Oh, yeah. Facetime. Dad's like, no, what? I was like, wait, what? what? You're supposed to be watching your daughter. No. <laughs> so, and then everybody left, and then that game happened. That was yeah. great. <laughs> what a good. That was some good games right there. Yeah, for sure. I love that. But mine's probably. Um, we had talked about this a little bit before, but proudest mine, moment. Your uh, proudest moment. Yeah, I guess okay. it's proudest. Okay, probably happiest moment. moment that like was mo- very memorable for me. Okay. I don't know if I would say it's the most proud moment, but very, it sticks in my mind as like one of my favorite memories is the snowball game against the Lions uh, in 2014, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So you, if you don't, uh, it was against the Lions. It was an afternoon game, I think a one o'clock be- game, and the snow squall blew in, and it was like dumping like a couple inches of snow an hour like I at think game I do time you couldn't bucket. even see because calvin johnson was there right didn't he have it like in his face yeah. mask yeah yep. i yep. remember this yeah yep yeah and uh shady mccoy just like because nobody could do anything pretty much like it looked like backyard just like he just it was terrible up. to watch yeah but <laughs> mccoy was like he just like cut and run and nobody everybody else looked like they were running in quicksand and he was just he ran for like 200 and Yep, some yards. yards and like a couple touchdowns. It was like, it was just cool. Yeah, I don't know why that's just very memorable. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't. I forgot all about that game actually, but yeah. I, I remember because I, I was watching. It, I remember Calvin Johnson went to go catch the ball, and when he stood up, it was just it was all face. Yeah, it was all snow mm-hmm. in his face mask. I remember that. Like it's like ingrained in my mind, and <laughs> I remember that. Well, that was a good one. The and then one, the other one I thought about was. The Monday night football game, yep, Redskins against the Redskins, and where they Mike won fifty nine to seven, or and those against my uh, Donovan McNabb. Yep, and uh, Vic Ooh. on the very first play, uh, bootleg down to his left, and just 
heaved it deep, <laughs> like sixty yards to Deshaun Jackson. Jackson, and he just. Yep, I had I had Michael Vick and I had Deshaun Jackson on my fantasy teams. That oh, day. that makes it even better. Uh, I think Vick had fifty plus, just himself, because he ran he ran for something too. too. Yep. Goodness. Anyway, that was a tremendous <sighs> game. Good old Redskins. No wonder they changed their name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a couple questions from some of our listeners here. Um, so we got one here from Jeremiah Raider. He is always sending up, the, sending in uh, voice messages for us. So we appreciate it, Jeremiah. Uh, and let's take a listen. What's up, gentlemen? I have a two-part question for you both today. So the first part of the question is this: sushi, yes or no? Do you like it? Do you not? The second part of the question is. What goes better with sushi than hanging out with your wife, watching a show, just relaxing and enjoying time together? So, in your opinion, what is the greatest sitcom you've ever seen? By that I mean 20, 25 minute episodes, examples, Friends, The Office, Parks and Rec, those type of shows. What is your favorite? Easy. The Office. Okay. And sushi. <laughs> Depending... Okay, so I don't yeah. like seeing the piece of, like, actual raw fish on top of, of sushi. I don't know if that makes it sushi, but, like, I like the fake stuff that, you know, you get the California roll from mm-hmm. Giant or, <laughs> or Wise. <laughs> I like that stuff. So that was giving my question. What makes sushi... Sushi. 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 Yeah. Sushi. <laughs> What makes sushi sushi? I don't know, but whatever it was, <laughs> it's hard to say. That's tough. The seaweed, the rice wrapped together, and then you throw stuff in it. Is that? I don't know. Do you, I, well, do you I'm like pretty sushi? sure it has to have fish for one. It has. To I have can't raw say fish? that I've not necessarily raw. Okay. Because you can have like smoked salmon or something like that. So the California really roll. roll does that have fish in inside the roll? Hmm. I oh. think so. Okay. I well, don't because okay. I I don't think there's any sushi that you can get that doesn't have some kind of Something fish. The sea. <laughs> In it. <laughs> but huh, there a is question. a different, what you were talking, there is a, I don't know what you'd call it, um, but when you, the, like, for example, the fish is on the outside. Yeah. That's like a different, that has a specific term. How and about I'm more just, expensive? And that would be one of them. Yeah, okay. It's more, more I, I think you put the fish on top, it's more, way more expensive if it's in the. Really? Uh, I have no it's idea. It's more expensive if you put it on top. Probably. <laughs> okay. How often do you guys, uh, number of years or number of times a year, do you eat sushi? Zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big old zero. So I had sushi, I believe it was actually Brooke. Yes. And she, you guys had come over one night and, or something. Mm-hmm. Something happened where she had sushi at my house and um, she had gotten me to try it after a few minutes of debating. <laughs> Because I did not want. I'm not a fan of seafood, not anything like that. So I would say to answer the question, no go for me. Um, but I did try that, but apparently it had no fish in it. That's why I was asking. So I tried it thinking that there was going to be raw fish in it. That's why I didn't want to try it so much. And after I had tried it or before or whatever, maybe that was the winning argument was it doesn't actually have fish in it, which then led me to ask the question, 
what is sushi because I, for this, my whole life, it's been sushi is raw fish. Like yeah. That's, it's sort of the same thing. And so yeah. anyway, I still don't know what it is, but I would say overall, no, not a fan. Yeah. I mean, I would say it doesn't seem like any of us know that much about sushi, yeah. but <laughs> I enjoy it every so often. Okay. So this says, this is according to some website. Some Googles. I can't even pronounce it. Anyway, so it says sushi has nothing to do with the fish at all. Instead, the word sushi describes the specific preparation of the rice used in sushi making. So you can have like a chicken sushi, sushi. roll? According to uh, yeah, whatever the heck. <laughs> <laughs> what website well, is have, this? Because you can have veggie. You can have ve- veggie sushi. Like that is that is a thing. What okay, but... It? There's, uh, like, you can have avocado. Like, you don't... Ne- yeah, you can just... It can be well, packed veggies and not necessarily have... Like, I've heard that before. That makes sense. I, I guess it's just often made with with fish then. Huh. I Maybe know. I have had sushi before. I just didn't know it. That's true. How do I know when it's prepared? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they do to my food yeah. before they, make, they really give it to me. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, show? Sitcom. Favorite sitcom is definitely The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an easy one, but my second runner-up that's pretty darn close. Uh, not, I don't want to say close because The Office is a clear runaway, um, but something that I would also watch at any given time is Seinfeld. Mm. Um, Seinfeld is, yeah, any anytime George. I'm bored. Yeah, oh, George Kramer. Is, <laughs> Kramer. Kramer is my favorite sitcom character of all time. Really? So even though The Office is better... Hmm. Um, as a whole, like as a show, I think it, the office is better because of the timing and these facial expression and the realness of it. It feels like you're actually watching them. Seinfeld is acting, but some of the scenes are actually bad acting, which makes it better. Though. <laughs> like, cause like if, you, if you've, if you've seen Seinfeld, have you guys seen, I know you've watched I, a little bit yeah. of it. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. So like there's the scenes where, especially Jerry, Jerry's not an actor. He's a comedian. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's times when he like almost breaks character, you know, he'll start smirking in the middle of a scene. Like he's yep. supposed to be saying his line, but he's too busy smirking, getting it all together. <laughs> And it, the, the camera's just resting on him. And like he's sitting there smirking. And like the crowd's just going nuts, laughing at him. And it's like those moments are so funny. You can't plan them. And anyway, but feels yeah. like an SNL kind of skit. Yeah, kind of. And Kramer, yeah, Kramer hands down is the best. Yeah, I'm so curious. Why is Kramer the, like, what makes him your favorite character? So in the show? I think, I think that number one, Michael Richards, the guy who plays him, is actually a really, he does a really good job at acting with him. So, like, he has good facial expressions. He owns the character. So, like, he actually, just, like, on a more acting level, he's really good. And, like, he's a great actor. And I feel like, I feel like because it's a comedy, you don't necessarily see that side. But if you actually watch it, he does a really good job. The other thing is that you literally have no idea ever what he's going to get into. (laughs) And so, and, and, like, the thing, the beauty about Kramer is that he can take what is a very basic situation that means nothing to anybody and make it a very entertaining situation. And we, I mean, you can go on and on. I mean, he does, you know, little things like, you know, parking a car. Mm-hmm. He's the worst at it. <laughs> like, it's just a little thing like that too. He's going through a parking garage and carrying an AC unit in a box the whole way through this parking garage and loses his car and all this stuff. And that scene with Kramer, like who writes that stuff? And then you have one, you know, anyway, it's just, there's, he has a hot tub in his living room, you know, one scene and, you know, and it's just, 
you never know what you're going to get with him. And I think it's so creative. And then the way he nails the execution of it is to me, he's, it's spot on and his entrance like i could keep on going on like even even if you just watch the compilations of him entering jerry's apartment like him just whipping open the door and like sliding in on his feet and like always has the right thing to say it's so funny so yeah he's he's the best i think i need to watch a little bit more because like i think we mentioned in the beginning or i think i talked to you about it but watching the first season or two i think that's where i got to and you said the better ones are in the latter ones, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely. Definitely. just I'm feel it's like The Office. You get through the the first season is oh, like the Office, I, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of harder. It's harder to get through, but you want to know who the characters are, and that's kind of yeah. why I want to watch it there. So I think I got to keep watching them. Right. Yep. Thing keep I always going. think of with Kramer uh, is, and I don't even remember what how he gets there, but somehow he's in like um, they're like a modeling studio or something, and I think he's modeling like underwear. And he comes, I don't know if this is, like, if you're knowing, knowing which one I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but he, like, comes in to, like, lean against the wall, and he just misses it. Oh, yeah. Falls, <laughs> falls down. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Yep. That just, like, when I think of Kramer, that's what sticks in my head. That's great. I love when he's negotiating. There's a scene when Kramer's negotiating. He's, uh, I forget who he's talking to, but he, like, goes to a bar, and he's, like, putting on this, like, sort of, almost like a lawyer persona. And he's sitting there and he has like, you know, alcohol or beer in his hand and uh, he's smoking a cigarette and he's talking to this guy trying to like be a little bit more confident and hard nosed. And, you know, he's like sitting there, he takes a swig and has the cigarette still in his mouth and takes a swig of the the beer (laughs) at the same time. Like he still has the cigarette in his mouth, chugging his beer at the same time. And like he pulls out and he goes and like taps his cigarette out and like he flips it around and like puts it in his mouth again but it's the wrong end and so and he actually does it in the scene like he actually puts the wrong end of a cigarette in his mouth and so it's things like that where it's like dude give him some credit man he's put a burning cigarette in his mouth mouth, uh, after chugging a beer and like it's just like he did it all and it's so cool so yeah it's some classic moments with that guy Mm -hmm. so who trenton what what is your favorite sitcom uh friends really okay. yeah okay. yeah i don't know why bridget i never watched it before and then when we were on our honeymoon we watched a ton of friends really okay. don't even know why she was just like here's <laughs> friends and i was like i don't know it hooked me okay huh. yeah so did you have you seen all of them now pretty much yeah. okay i've i've tried friends and i didn't get hooked right away but it's probably very similar to you at seinfeld watching the beginning episodes yeah the beginning episodes and having to push through but i never pushed through and so I hear from everybody that has watched it. Mm-hmm. That Friends is great, but I've never watched it. So not all the way through, at least. Yeah. Where do you watch it? Like, what do you mean? Where do we watch Like, how do you find, like... What streaming? Well, yeah, that, we, that like, right I, like, Xfinity, I... <laughs> oh, okay. Would, uh, we have, like, a, th- a rule set up so it saves them and then deletes the oldest one. Um, but then I also had, like, a free month's uh, HBO. So I had... Uh, That's they cool. have it on there. Oh, okay. It's on HBO Max. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I got to get into Friends too. Who's your favorite character in Friends? Um, I don't even think I have a favorite character <laughs> in Friends. I, they all are. They're all great. It's kind of like it, that's what makes it so good. I think is that it doesn't rely on any sure one Single, character. Yeah. That's just more how they all work together. Yep. That it it like makes it just funny. Hmm. What about you? Oh, mine's the office. Yeah, the office. Yeah. Um. I really like Steve Carell. He's so cringeworthy. It's cringy <laughs> yeah. in that yeah. show. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, like, I watched the beginning episodes, and I forgot how, like, 
like watching it, you're just, oh, really? Did that just happen? Um, <laughs> but uh, I do enjoy Creed too. Okay, yeah. I enjoy his his one liners yeah. just popping out of nowhere. He's like, kids, do you want to see a foot with four toes? <laughs> <laughs> or on one of the Halloween episodes uh, where he walks in with uh, blood all over his shirt. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, it's Halloween? Oh, that came at a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> so just random random things like that just pop up. He, he has one good liners. So. They, they sneak him in too. Like, do you know, do you know his real name in real life is Cree Bratton? The actor. There's name. a couple, there's a couple what? Um, yeah. actors in that show that have the same name yeah. as they do. Yeah. I think Phyllis, her real name in real life is Phyllis Smith. Isn't Stanley too, right? I think Stanley is Stanley. Yeah. I don't know about Stanley. You Maybe. might be right. I'm not sure. But, um, but I love, so there's the one episode in the office when, do you know when Michael, he like, kind of like not runs away, but he like walks away and goes on that long walk or whatever. Cause he's really like questioning a whole bunch of life. Stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, with the train, with the train, the train, yeah, with the train and stuff. And then he ends up going to the sushi shop and forgetting his wallet and he doesn't yep. pay. So they throw, they take a picture of him and like throw him out or whatever. Cause he doesn't pay. <laughs> well, when they, when they zoom in on the picture of Michael, the picture right to the right is Creed. Creed. And so it's like, <laughs> that's so good. Like I love it. And so anyway, so good. <laughs> And the blooper, like how these people can last a scene without breaking is beyond me. Cause I mean, there's so many bloopers that I've seen of the office. There's probably so many bloopers of Seinfeld and friends, like just keeping it together. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yep. That's why I'm not an actor. <laughs> that was a great question. Uh, how about we go to question number two? Uh, this one was sent in from Jay, my brother, and uh, let's take a listen here. What is your not hungry, but your mouth is bored snack? If bands' names were literal, which concert would be the worst to attend? And if you could get rid of one genre of music, which would it be and why? Wow. There's a lot of questions in 20 seconds. Yep. All right, what was the first one? Uh, if your mouth is <laughs> oh yeah, if if your mouth is bored, bored but you're not hungry, what is your snack of choice? Ooh, I think pretzels. Probably either pretzels or M and M's. Or both together. So when you That's eat just, pretzels, do you eat like um, let's say that you're going to eat ten pretzels? Do you eat those 10 pretzels and then you're like, oh, I'm thirsty and I'm going to drink some water? Or do you like bite a pretzel, drink some water, bite a pretzel? Uh, I, I'll eat like, <laughs> usually I don't, I'm not there with like 10 pretzels. I usually just have the bag. So I'm always so taking out the bag. So bag I never, kind of I'm a full bag. I think I need to work on that because I do that with chips too. Jeez. And I do that with, I do that with oh, everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm, Brandon, no. Yeah, working on my physique. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, but no, I don't think I'm like one af every other. Okay. I'm more like, I'll just eat until I get there. Okay. So like, <laughs> for me, I'm like pop a pretzel, drink water. water. Like really? it's just is like same thing with like peanut butter crackers, cracker, water. Yeah. See, I could <laughs> see that being more yeah. so though, because peanut butter kind of makes my mouth dry. See, pretzels do the same thing. For That's me. true. Pretzels do, do the yeah. same thing. You're right. Hmm. Never thought about that. Uh, my my snack of choice would be M and M's. Uh, I, I found this out because so at work, 
I work at this desk and we have great administrators that fill this little <laughs> jar sure. with candies all the time. One of which is regular M&Ms. The other one is peanut, peanut M&Ms. There's also peanut butter M&Ms, by the way. Did you yeah. ever have that? It oh, yeah. peanut butter mm-hmm. in them. Pretty Those much the same thing as Reese's Pieces. Those are good. Yeah. But it's, you ever have the pretzel M&Ms? I've not had those, no. They're, uh, they're okay. But anyway, um, got something going on in Lebanon. Mm. Um, <laughs> Why are they pulling in here, Sean? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think that M&M's would be my go-to because li- quite literally, I do it all the time. And I'm like, there's literally times when I had to like reach for it. I'm like, I don't even need this. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm reaching for it because it's here. I don't want it. And yeah. yeah I've had to put it back, so that's mine. I'm probably like, I never have them, but Pringles. Ooh. Because mm. it doesn't, I don't need a lot. Just, just, I don't know. It's like three Pringles and I'll be happy. But they're just so satisfying. Mm. Crunch, flavor. I haven't it's had probably a Pringle one in a best, long time. It's probably one of the best snacks, I think. But Pringles? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pringles are good. It's been a while. I, I've had the, uh, what is it, cheddar, something cheddar, sour cream and cheddar. Sour, sour cream and onion? No. Sour cream and cheese, cheddar. Sour cream and cheddar? Sour cheddar cream and cheddar. sour cream? Cheddar. Yeah, cheddar and sour cheddar. cream. Yeah, yeah that that's one. one. Yeah, I think that's it. one. I don't know. I always get the regular <laughs> That one's stuff. good, yeah. Yeah, that one's good. That was hard to say. Mm-hmm. All right, the next one is the band. The band that... The name of the band that you wouldn't want to go to their concert yep. because of the name. That's what it was, right? What do we say here? See, I don't even know that many bands. That's my problem. Um, Florida Georgia Line. What would make that? By the way, I hate country, so country's mine, no go. Yeah, yeah, country's <laughs> my no go. Con- well. Country's what? my no go. That's easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> you country wow. guy? Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I can, I can enjoy it. I just it's like every a- summer it shows up for a little bit on my <laughs> playlist. Yeah, I just picked a country band first one that popped in my head i'm probably like screamo would be a no-go for me really yeah i'm just not really into it i'm just like eh. but like certain bands it will incorporate a little bit of that like harder harder and then like i'm okay if it's incorporated but if it's just like screamo, like what? red yeah like august like red burns red no no no. i'm saying like wait do you listen to august burns red no okay what about just the band red because they're them. really they're like they're skill. kind of what you were saying yeah they're kind of like skill a little harder yeah. Oh, okay. They're harder than Skillet. Huh. But they sing more than they do. A lot more. Wait, Brandon, would you consider Red Screamo? No. Okay. No, it's not Screamo, but okay. it's hard. It's harder than... Yeah. Wait, so I, I am passively ruffling Jay's feathers <laughs> because I know that as he <laughs> listens to this segment right now, he is already twisted up inside because we're calling it Screamo, and he hates that. Okay, what should it be called? Uh, metalcore, okay. metal, black metal, death metal... I'm gonna continue to call it scream. Okay. <laughs> what is what is metal? What is metal core? Metal core is more of a. Uh, it's not quite as heavy. Death metal would be heavy. Black metal would be the heaviest. Black metal. Black metal. Yeah, I believe it's. I don't even know there's that existed. Viking metal. <laughs> Holy. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of different. There's a there would be like metal core, emo core, um, synth synth core, something like that. Um, All these are going over my hardcore. head. Hardcore. There's a bunch of different kind of styles, and there are differences to all of them. Believe it or not, mine would be my favorite would be like metalcore or post post hardcore. Um, 
but it gets into it. We I used, <laughs> we used to listen to a lot of that a lot of that stuff. So that's that I like. Um, so, but we can call it screamo because it's fun. <laughs> to call it I'm going to continue <laughs> to call it now that I know that he doesn't like that. I'm going to just I'm nobody ride that. nobody he, who listens to heavy music calls it screamo. Nobody does. Only people who don't listen to Screamo call it Screamo. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) That's why you can usually tell somebody doesn't listen to it if they call it Screamo. screamo. If they call it Screamo. Nicely done. (laughs) So anyway. um, A band name that just by the name of it would be like, oh, why would would you want to go listen to them? Mm -hmm. Would have been The Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. Huh. Because like, you know, wasn't that what wasn't that what part of his question? Like, what band would you be like? Uh, uh, yeah. Because their name is just like. Yeah. I think that was what his question was, right? Yeah, we really derailed on that one. Yeah, it was. It was either the what or what concert would you not want to go to? Based oh, on, based based on the name. Based on the name, yeah. And it would be the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. 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 Because like, what are you gonna throw dead Beatles at me, or are we gonna be like? <laughs> Yeah. dress up like beetles are we gonna float around on beetle floaties like, <laughs> mm, that's a good point <laughs> mm. i'm blanking on band names i had to google it had to google. i was google. like oh beetles yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm trying to think there's definitely some like brutal brutal names in like the metal in- industry and yeah. so but I, I can't remember any off the top of my head. Um, some of them are silly, and so like the Devil Wears Prada um, would be one. But oh that, I, yeah, that was I'd, they have some I'd cool stuff. See, yeah, I, I was gonna say I'd love this. So you like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. That that's pretty heavy. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't. I never thought of it as being heavy. Super heavy. Yeah. I guess. So that would be pretty heavy. I mean, not again. Jay's probably yelling at me right now because he doesn't <laughs> think it's heavy. But, right, like I wouldn't have said that was. Yeah. Oh, this is the one that I would say that I would not go to because um, I think it's the corniest name ever. And again, I'm ruffling Jay's feathers intentionally here. But Impending Doom. He loves the band Impending mm-hmm. Doom, which just sounds like a corny name to me. But <laughs> and then I, I don't I don't enjoy their music a whole whole lot. Jay loves them, um, but they're incredibly heavy, very fast paced. But then they're heavy breakdowns pig squeals all this stuff so i am not a fan mm. but yeah. i can't even think of a band florida name. Georgia. yeah florida georgia line no one wants to go there <laughs> to florida or georgia's line there's something we don't know about i have no florida idea georgia line? i was just going along with it <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> was there another question then? what was that oh the music you would eliminate Country, right? Yep. Both you and I, Brandon, our country. And Screamo. And Screamo. Screamo, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's good. All right, so I put something together for you guys, and we're going to have you guys go together on this. 
it is what five months now until March Madness. So in memory of March Madness, I put together a makeshift March Madness bracket for you guys of people related to the Eagles. People related to the mm. Eagles. And you have to pick. So their seating, seating doesn't matter. I just okay. put it together. Other than one, there's only one seating that really matters. Um, but just 32 people in this bracket. I'm going to give you two people. You have to pick which one you favor over the other one. Sure. And we're going to go all the way through the bracket, all the way through the bracket, and both of you guys together, you guys have to agree. So there is, okay. no, like, if you guys disagree, you got to hash it out. And you, <laughs> oh. you need to pick one um, to go forward. And so we're not moving forward until you figure out which one you're going to go with. Okay. And so it will take us all the way to both of you guys collectively, your favorite player in the Eagles history. Now, that being said, I didn't do all of Eagles history. I did the 2000s since 2000 till now. Okay. Because that's pretty much what you guys have followed, right? Right. You guys weren't alive too much before then. So um, that's what we did. So you ready to get started? Uh-huh. All right. Number one, the first matchup here, Brian Dawkins and John Runyon. It's got to be Dawkins. He's a one seed. Yes, Dawkins. John Runyon was fun, though. He was. He was but brutal. It's unfortunate that he has to go up against Dawkins right away. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Can't beat Dawkins. I was in. I, I didn't wa- know who to put up against Dawkins. I watched there. a little bit of uh, Michael Strahan in his press conference and stuff. Yeah. Or not press conference. His uh, Hall of Fame speech. And he actually, I think he brought John Runyon there. Really? Because of how much their battles that they went to. I mean, two times a year they went against each other. Right. And he said he become, became who he, like John because Runyon. Because of that. Yeah. Because of how physically demanding I guess John Runyon Man. but anyway so Runyon was the left tackle or right tackle I think he was I the left know. tackle I okay. think so yeah well, that was a trade that was Trey Thomas oh yeah. it was Trey Thomas you're Trey right Thomas. might have been I think right tackle he may have been right ta- or uh, guard okay or center you know sure. one of the big guys in pro not you know a center he's a uh, senator repres- uh, like he's a senator really yeah John yeah. Runyon is yeah Nice. For Philly? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. So again, this is a 32-team bracket, so that was seed 1 and 32. Mm-hmm. Seeding doesn't matter. But poor, poor Runyon. Yep, poor Runyon. He just blinded there. <laughs> All right, seeding 16 and 17. Trent Cole and Michael Vick. Trent Ooh. Cole, the hunter. Okay, think about it this way. <laughs> How many years was Trent Cole impactful? Probably a what, lot. 10 years? Vic had maybe like three. Yeah, but they were good splashy. <laughs> they were splashy. Vic was fun. He was super was so fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it is true. I mean, Trunk Cole is going into the Ring of Honor in Philly this year, I think. Really? So, yeah. I think he, I mean he's wow. he's one of the he, better I mean from the his sack um celebration, celebration. was always the arrow up yep. in the air. That was Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's gotta be Trent Cole. <laughs> Okay, I'll go with Trent Cole. <laughs> the struggle. It is. It is real. I'm just yeah, like, these are harder than I thought they were. I said we're yep. going Trent Cole. Sweet. So we know what's going to happen next time. What? what? Never mind. Keep going. What? Nope. Keep going. He could be, these could be in any order. What do you mean any order? He's saying that the next time, next time, once we get to the bottom, we start the next. We know that it's going to be Trent Cole versus uh, <laughs> Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. Oh, I see what you're saying. Piece of cake. Okay, well, fair enough. I'll, I'll switch it up a little bit. All right, uh, we got LaShawn McCoy, Darren Sproles. Mm. 
LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, That's it's got to be shady. Yeah. I mean, Sproles, we had some Dude, good years. All these but. little, all like the, like, yeah, Sproles, our, Sproles has that little piece of your heart. Yeah. He, he's still in there. But McCoy has a bigger piece. All, all five, six of him. McCoy, yeah. Sproles, I feel like, is one of those guys that it's hard to say no to. Yeah. He's just so small good. well he's good. small but he's also like a stand up he, like, he was plays a the game the guy. right way he plays yep. it the right way yep yep for sure okay let's jump around a little bit here um let's go down to the bottom corner deshaun jackson sheldon brown deshaun jackson i would have said deshaun jackson too wow the only really? reason why i said sheldon brown is because he took off reggie bush's head but that's about oh it. my goodness but he yeah. wasn't like that was like his memorable memorable play right like, that like he was yeah. just he was overshadowed by Asante Samuel. Did he? He played with uh, Troy Vincent too, though, didn't he? He may have. Oh wait, maybe he did play with. I Troy think he played with Troy Vincent. Oh, yeah. I think he played for a while between Troy Vincent and Asante Samuel, and Lito Shepard was there. As well. Oh, Lito Shepard. I remember that. Lito Shepard was there as well. So we're going Jackson. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I thought that one was going to be a tougher one for you guys, but fair enough. I thought that was a good matchup. All right, let's keep on going. We got. Brandon Graham and Trey Thomas. I would go with Brandon Graham for me. I think what pushes, yeah, it's what I like about Brandon Graham is if you ever listen to like his interview, he's such a funny, fun guy. Mm -hmm. Like he just seems like the kind of guy that's like, man, I'd want to play with him. Like, okay. He's a very fun laugh. Yep. And he, and just, he sticks with the team. Like, I don't know, towards ACL last year. And he, he's just, they say he looked or really Achilles. good in camp. I'm excited. And he made that play to win the Super Bowl, too. I mean, True. essentially win it. Not, yep. not actually. Gave, gave another play, possession. But. Yep. Gave. They would have probably went down and scored a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. But. All right. Let's keep on moving through here. Um, all right. Let's do this one. Brian Westbrook. Hmm. Jason Avant. Brian Westbrook. Ooh. Oh, I love Jason Avant, though. Man, he. Yeah, I mean Avant was consistent, and the best he made on the team. he made that one great catch against the Buccaneers. I was there at the game, but West what did he do? One hand, Nick Foles overthrew him. It was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've never seen. I remember before. being there. It was but very good. I mean, I do enjoy Brian Westbrook Dawkins. Too. He Westbrook. I mean Westbrook. Yeah, Bra- uh, Brian Westbrook. He the legendary play of falling on the one yard line in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> He just, he was part of those all those NFC championship runs. Avant was decent, but like, he was I just really a like the. I think the main thing about Jason Avant I really like is like not being that huge, that big player, but always having an impact on the team no matter yeah. what he did. Somebody that you said he was very consistent. He was consistent. Um, but you could say all those same things about, about Brian Westbrook too. Yeah. yeah. Guess we're going Brian Westbrook. Westbrook. Westbrook it is. All right. Let's go Zach Ertz and Hugh Douglas. I think it's gotta be Zach Ertz. Uh, I don't know much about Hugh Douglas that much. Was he was he D end? No, I think it was a defensive tackle, if I remember correctly. I don't know much about Hugh Douglas either, so <laughs> I guess I'd Zach say Ertz. Zach Ertz. Yeah, so okay, we'll go Zach Ertz. I think Hugh Douglas was actually one of the better defensive tackles in the league. I really did play. Zach Ertz just he it started falling off toward the end, but yeah. like he, him and Wentz had that connect like the hundred and ten plus reception yeah. 
year and anyway. Okay. It didn't end very well. We got Jason Kelsey, Asante Samuel. Oh, gosh. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. It's the whole team. <laughs> Asante Samuel was really good, though. He was a good player. Yeah. Very. He was very good. But, but that just speech, Philly. That Super Bowl Philly. speech by Jason Kelsey is an all-time great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In, in his garb. What? What, what what is that? Is that like I don't a know. court jester like or something? I don't yeah, know. I forget. It was what that a big, was. big old like green thing. Ah, uh, it's good stuff. All right, Jeremy Macklin. Oh no. And Javon Curse. Oh. Part of me leans toward Javon Curse on this one. I think so too. The only, I mean, it was it was fun with him. Jason, uh, Jeremy Macklin and Deshaun Jackson on each side of yeah. each other, which yeah. was really exciting to see. But man, Javon Curse really tore apart yeah. teams. Yeah, I think it's got to be Curse. Curse. He he, we, he went to the Super Bowl, right? In 04? I think so, yeah. Was that 04 or was it 06? 04. Yeah. It was 04. 04. So, so far, these receivers for the Eagles are not doing too hot. We got Deshaun Jackson got a win, but that's about it. And the Eagles have never had great receivers. No. All right, we got Lane Johnson and Dougie P. Peterson. Doug. Lane Johnson. Yep. Peterson I, brought you guys a Super Bowl. Where's the love? I grew tired of his rhetoric. <laughs> wow, you guys, you Eagles fans turned quick. He was, he was more concerned about his fame and writing his book after he won the Super Bowl. Oh my goodness. I am shocked by how quick <laughs> I'm not shocked by you guys choosing Lane Johnson. I'm shocked about how quick you chose him. We we, we honor Foles more for that. <laughs> he even called one of the mo- Foles is the one who called it's, one of the more Philly Philly. Philly You're Philly. right. It wasn't even Peterson, it was yeah. Foles. Like, wow. you, want, you want Philly Philly? Like, yeah, let's yeah. do Philly Philly. Yeah, yeah. Foles right. dragged that whole team, including Peterson. Okay, nice. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's go Fletcher Cox or Lido Shepard. Fletcher Cox. Yeah, it's got to be Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he doesn't wear out his stay. Like, it feels like... Yeah, it's getting borderline it's getting there, borderline. Yeah. yeah. It is. All right, Donovan McNabb or Jeremiah Trotter? Wasn't Jeremiah Trotter, they call him... The, wasn't he the axe man? Yeah, the axe man. Middle linebacker, yep. He would always do the axe thing. That was pretty iconic. Yeah, McNabb's but the Mc- best quarterback in in, it, in the Eagles history. I mean, I would I would lean toward McNabb. Yeah, for I mean, me, it's probably because, best quarterback in Eagles history. Well, yeah, he has holds most of the passing records. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. he's probably his single season isn't probably the best. Like, what's his name was probably better. Carson Wentz. Uh, no, no. Oh, well, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're going McNabb. Oh, yep. Okay. I mean, taking you the five. I mean, even though we didn't get through the Super Bowl. I mean, we got once, but like That's take an five, five straight five or four. Was it five straight or four straight? Five straight seems like a lot. It does. I thought it was like three or it, four. It could be four. I think it, I think it might be four and on, yeah. and in there was a Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Next one. Jason Peters. Oh, the bodyguard. The bodyguard. David Akers. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> he hit it. <laughs> I'm le- I'm leaning toward David Akers. The only reason I would say that 
I'm I'm sort of leaning Jason Peters, but the reason I would consider it is because at the draft when David Akers <laughs> roasted the Cowboys, that was good. That was one of my favorite David Akers. <laughs> that's moments. why. That's what sets him apart. <laughs> yes. But wasn't that's he? He was Philadelphia like Philadelphia Eagle right there. He was automatic at points, wasn't he? But Jason Peters went through like ten years of. I mean, he was oh, the best he, left tackle in football. It's true. At one yeah. of and we if, trade arguably we, he, we traded with the Bills with the Bills, yeah. And he became he was a, started out as a tight end, but then he went to left tackle, and then we he was a tight he was a tight end. He was drafted as a tight end. What you go from a tight end to a left tackle? That's yeah. You look at that guy. Good. He was that's like a bionic respect. man. <laughs> that's right. He had he had huge <laughs> mitts everywhere. Like <laughs> he was just right. a. Mountain of a man. Wow. Near the and end, you could always you could always count on him. I think Literally, we, we I feel like we're souring on him. on him a little bit because of like the last couple years when he was like down. Oh I feel like we always got, got hurt. Right. But like for like seven or eight years, that guy was like that you didn't have and to he worry stood about nothing. Up and he he had the nickname the bodyguard. Like if there was a cheap shot. Jason Peters came over and when, it was over. against the Re- Redskins. Like the Redskins at that point. with Chris Jones buried, I think it was Chris Jones buried Nick Foles mm-hmm. and Peters. <laughs> you saw Peters right bull li- bull. beeline yep. it straight over to their yep. their sideline. Ah, dude, that's a I good think, argument I think for I, that one. I think my pick would be Peters, just because he plays a more important position. That is true. If Acres gets eliminated in the first round of this bracket, I'm going to be shocked. But like we learned on the podcast with Chris, he has the most points in NF- in Eagles history. Yeah, but that's easy if you're a kicker. If you've been somewhere for a long time as a kicker, you can pretty quickly do that. Man, gotta make a choice. So, like, why would you want? Why? What? What would your like? I would say that we need Jason some white Peters, guys in there. Okay, <laughs> we need some white guys. Besides <laughs> the fact, I would go guys. with Jason. I, I like. I like the. The I got the play that I now like when Peters came beelining it and knocked out what's his name. Yeah. You need somebody like the, David Akers. David Akers was that. consistent, but he didn't have like to me there's no singular moment where I'm like besides the Cowboys at the draft thing. <laughs> from like like you know and Yeah. I just pulled up a Pat McAfee. <laughs> that one was funny. That was funny. I would go I'd go with Jason Peters. What what was that one? It was funny. Um, so during the, they were in Nashville, and Pat McAfee came out and did the introducing the Indianapolis Colts. He goes, "Yep, those I'm the punter for the Colts. Some of you may not know who I we am. Didn't punt yeah. We much. didn't punt very much <laughs> against the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. <laughs> I did just roast. Yep. All right, we got next up. That was a good one. Mm. Jason Peters takes out David Akers in the first round. What an upset. Andy Reid, Malcolm Jenkins. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Wow. I am shocked by the quickness that you guys are answering these questions. I mean, that that what Andy Reid did, I mean, he's the best coach in Eagles history. Malcolm's not even the best Safety. safety sure but he was the leader of that team for the super bowl defensively right and but he got knocked out did he get in the oh that's right didn't he get no he knocked oh, no, out he brandon knocked cooks. out brandon cooks he didn't get hurt did he <laughs> no he didn't huh. okay i would still go with i would go to andy i would reed. still go andy reed because andy reed that didn't end super well with you guys i wish we had him 
So it's true. So you wish that he would have stayed still, even though he lost five straight NFC championship games. Yeah. Wow. He's a great coach. Sure. He, to me, he's like right up there, like Kate Belichick. Andy and Reed. then take your pick of like the next couple. And Tomlin? Reed. No, not Tomlin. I would put it like Bill Parcells, Andy Reid, those kind of guys. But wow. Over Tomlin. I don't really think Tomlin's that great. We'll see what Tom. We'll see what Tomlin does without. <laughs> wow. Without Roethlisberger. All right, fair enough. He's huh, never had a losing that, season. Yeah, he's been long tenured with a very good organization. Sure, it's a good point. I I <laughs> did hear that. I heard it on. Um, what was it? Good morning. Good morning, football. Yeah. This is the first year Tomlin's without Big Ben, right? Yep. Yeah, we'll see what he does. Yeah, we'll find out for sure. All right, so let's go. Next one will be. Nick Foles. Oh, man. Or Carson Wentz. <laughs> Nick Foles, man. Yeah, Carson Wentz has those record. He, but he won us the Super Bowl. He won the Super he Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. He has a statue. He has a statue. <laughs> Foles? Foles yeah. has oh, a that's statue. right. He does, he does have, a have a statue. Wow. You don't have him totally deserve <laughs> Thank you. All right. Nick Foles is the one? He has yep. a legendary nickname. Like, there's just so much. St. Nick. Wow. Yeah. Great stuff here. Okay. And last but not least, last match. That's not here. the nickname I was thinking of. <laughs> What's the nickname? It's not repeatable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Last one. Terrell Owens or Chip Kelly. Oh, gotta pick Terrell one. Owens. <laughs> I was Carol Owens. I I don't like anything about what Chip Kelly did. To d- he ruined the, that. Team. I I so there's a podcast called Inside the Eagles that they have been breaking down things during camp that I've been listening to. Um, they said the one thing that has stayed with since the Chip Kelly era is kind of speed in the in training camp. Just like yeah. continuing, everybody gets yeah. reps, continuing yeah. to move. He said, that's it. Everything else, they wiped clean after mm. Kelly. Completely. Yeah, I agree. So I'll go with Terrell Owens. Terrell and Owens. He, he basically played in like a broken leg. In the yeah, he, pl- he broke his leg and then like, what, five, six weeks later in the Super Bowl, he came back, had 100 plus yards, X amount of catches. Like that's. Did you know that his very first catch with the Eagles in the preseason game was like an 80-something yeah, touchdown? I saw that. I was against the Baltimore Ravens, I think. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Philly was going to burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is it one. for the 32. What is it? The something 32? Round of 32. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just round. Like right. they have round of 64, round of 32. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. So we're going to sweet 16 now. We're going to go through this round and then I'm going to ask some more questions and then we'll come okay. finish up with the, the rest of the bracket. So let's blast through these. All right. Brandon Graham or Lane Johnson? Lane Johnson. Yeah, let's go Lane Johnson. <laughs> what was the wrestling <laughs> match there? They're just really They're just v- players. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the only thing, I mean, Lane Johnson's better than Brandon Graham is equivalently, so. Okay. Agreed. Andy Reid or Fletcher Cox? This is now gonna now it's gonna get harder with the head coach, a head coach and a player. Andy Andy Reid, I think. 
We're going to start seeing Cox, you, Cox Eagles had like battle. one like really good season, but for the most part, he was always more potential than he was results. Wow, really? and he kind of like in this last that last this last year kind of like didn't sour didn't taste in my mouth because he kind of like almost wasn't felt like he trying. gave up, like he kind of quit. Isn't he an all pro? Yeah, he's just not like he's one of those guys that I think had a like he could have been really good, but I could've, just feel like he kind of was just good enough to be all pro, but he could have been better. What's like, better than all he pro? Didn't, well, like he could have been like multi defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. he had that kind of mm-hmm. potential, but he never reached um, that point. He wasn't the Philly grit. I didn't feel like. Do you agree, Andy Reid or Fletcher Cox? Ah, Andy <laughs> Reid. Andy Reid. All right, oh, Reid. Let's keep on going here. We got Lashawn McCoy and Zach Ertz. Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy. McCoy. Yeah, I don't, he's on a sweep right he's now. He's gonna be right. I don't think that one's a. Uh, that one's not too hard. He's gonna be going for a while. All right, we got Javon Curse, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Okay, he's making mm-hmm. it further than I thought. Man, I loved Deshaun Jackson when he like, came uh, back to Philly there too. Drama I was there? so happy. There was some drama there, though, right? Oh yeah, there was a lot. There was always drama with him. It's true. I guess it's just more. But that was part love, of his love. persona. I think there's more yeah. love there than he, I realized. He, fit, fit, he was just a Philly guy. He's making a run here. I did not think he was going to be in the. I, I think he still has the most over 40 yard touchdowns in the league. And yeah, I don't he know. Was, it's just his little eagle celebration. Was yes, <laughs> falling famous. into the end zone against Dallas backwards. On I, it, tweaked I, it. Um, I was watching the game when he dropped the ball before he got to the end zone. <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> I that hated was, that one. That and then he ran, on. Was then that he, his rookie year? Yeah. Because he, he also did that in the All-American game. Yeah. When he was, because he ran and he did a cartwheel before getting in and the ball was on the one. Oh, he yeah. released Lord. it. So. What a guy. It happened in his. Wow. Yeah. All right. Brian Dawkins, Trent Cole. Don't even keep going. Dawkins. 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 Should we just skip Dawkins all the way till the end <laughs> or what? All right. Let's keep on going here. We got Jason Kelsey, Terrell Owens. Jason Kelsey. Kelsey. Not a better player though, right? Yeah, better player. Better player than Terrell Owens. Yeah. Kelsey will be a Hall of Famer. Owens is too. Yeah, but... Not as an eagle, but... Right. I guess specifically as an eagle. Okay. Yeah. And it potentially at the end he could have a Some better bold takes here. He doesn't play as famous of a position, but I mean he's been like all pro. Like oh yeah, he's a great player, best center, years. probably one of the best centers, best centers in the league right in now. The league right now, still, and will continue to be until he hangs it up. I don't want him to hang it up. <laughs> it's gonna be so weird. <laughs> Oops. <Whoa>. Sorry. <laughs> all right, uh, Brian Westbrook, Jason Peters, Jason Peters. Yeah, Jason Peters. I think that one is easier to me than what Jason Peters and... Akers? Akers. Yeah. Wait, so you would have picked... If it was Brian Westbrook and David Akers, you'd pick Akers? Yes. Probably. <laughs> That's tight, but... Without yeah. getting... Yeah, probably. I don't think I realized how much you guys love Jason Peters. He's the bodyguard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I thought more of the skill position guys were going to get in here. Um, we got th- like, three. But again, like, 
like you said, like our the Eagles aren't made up. We're not known for our skilled positions. No. Like having AJ Brown this year, it's a big deal. That's probably the best receiver since Terrell. Since yeah, since Terrell Owens. Yeah, we got Jackson in here. He's our only one. <laughs> and <laughs> we, right. Yeah. Let's finish this out. Let's get our remaining uh, elite eight here: uh, Donovan McNabb and Nick Foles. I'd probably only one Nick, of those two want us to Super Bowl. say Nick Foles. And only one of those two has a statue. <laughs> wow. This is good stuff. And you know what? I never liked McNabb. <laughs> no? No. McCap. He would all, all I remember is him throwing into the ground right in front of the receiver. Like he would always turf it. I remember when he uh, Worm for, forgot over overtime rules. Oh yeah. He's like, <laughs> what? Stupid. Yeah, I'm like, really? And then against the Bengals, dude. Yeah, I remember when he threw up. Remember when he <laughs> lifted his face? He threw up. <laughs> 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 oh, that's yeah. great. So our Elite Eight, we got Nick Foles and three offensive linemen. And a head coach. Wow. Yep. I'm shocked by this. <laughs> shocked by this. All right. Let, let's quick. I have a couple other questions for you. Let's let's take a, a intermission from that real quick. What is the most disappointed you guys have ever been as an Eagles fan? Um, twenty. What is it? Uh, fifth. Uh, 15 maybe or 2014 when uh, we were in the NFC uh, wild card against the Packers had the ball at the 50 and Vic threw a pick in the end zone. I remember that. What was, sorry, when oh, was I this? Totally about I think that. it was 2014 or 2015. You said we, what week? It was in the playoffs? It was in the NFC uh, wild card round. Okay. It was a uh, time winding down. I think we had like a minute to go. So it was a Hail Mary? And we were well we could have had but I think he thought he had a chance and threw it up and it got picked. Got picked. Oh, man. So that was that year when they had that. Like, Vic was potentially MVP candidate that mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah. Either that or the Saints wild card loss. Is that whenever it went Nick through? Foles was 27-2 and two that year. He had, like, 27 touchdowns, two picks. Uh, and they lost. by a field, Was that the field goal? Yeah, with a field goal at the end. Yeah, I was watching. Darren Sproles burned us. you. Repeatedly, yeah, I was watching. No, that. no, that was a different one. I was going to bring up that one. That's one when it went through Alshon Jeffrey's hand and it was a pick. Yep. Nick Foles was going down yep. to win the game because it was another like. Was that Foles again? Ho- it was Foles again. It, Foles again. it, it could have been another heroic like. Yep. It was a season after, right? Yeah. Yep. Because Carson Wentz came in, got hurt again. Got hurt. Nick Foles came into to play to save the day. And You're there right. it was with I a chance to, and, yep. Yep. and a lot of people say if Alshon caught that, we probably would have won that game, and then who knows. So you said the one with Vic throwing the interception. Yeah. You say that one. That one, but the the main one that I came to my mind was, I don't remember what year it was, but it was whenever the Steelers played the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. It's oh. the NFC Championship game when the Eagles played the Cardinals in Arizona. Oh. And the Eagles were down like 24-3 or yeah. 17-3, 27-3, whatever. And we came back and took the lead in yeah. the fourth quarter, and yeah. then they went down Ultimately and scored. lost. But just to come back, oh. just to high, high hopes, and then stab you in the oh, heart again, man. Eagle fans. I forgot about that. And that might. That was probably <laughs> that was, and then that was. I think that was. Uh, was that? Uh, what's his name's rookie year? Deshaun Jackson's rookie year. Yeah. Because he, I remember ke- him catching a touchdown from McNabb in the end team. zone. That was a really good team. What about when like this wasn't one moment necessarily, but 
when the whole Chip Kelly thing went down, like I assume you guys were excited when Chip Kelly got hired. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing, I think seeing everything that was happening in Oregon at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh, like he could bring exciting up tempo, like right offense. I rem- I remember watching the that season, and I believe their first game. That's and then they went out and st- he stupidly trade LaShawn McCoy for. Maybe it wasn't that. Kiko it was, Alonso. yeah, dumb. Anyway, <laughs> player for player. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but him and or Sam Bradford was there. Well, he finally got his player. We thought Sam Bradford, and then that's when they got Demarco Murray. When that's whenever Dallas ran that dude into the ground, and then they're like, "Okay, you can have him." Yep. So then the first week was against Atlanta. the Atlanta Falcons, and we. Like the Eagles went down again, like at halftime, they were down a bunch. But then all of a sudden, stuff started to click, and you're like, I can see the potential of where this could go. And then it never reached it ever. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that was pretty That's disappointing. Good. It's yep. funny just to jump off a little bit. So Cheryl was going shopping one, one day at like thrift stores or something like that. And she found a little boy's onesie. <laughs> and obviously, we have Cohen coming here in mm-hmm. what, December, right? Yep. And Early so. December. Yeah, so we so Cheryl finds an Eagles jersey. Doesn't know much, you know, about what you know the details. <laughs> oh, of the jersey. That's... And, and she <laughs> picks up the jersey. She's like, "Oh, I got an Eagles jersey for for Cohen." I'm like, "Okay, great." Like, who was it? And she shows me, and it's freaking Demarco Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a thrift store? <laughs> that's the best. I love that. that the We're gonna cross Eagles it off. Jersey. Yeah, you should just cross it off. <laughs> cross it off and just write Myers on Put the back. Put some masking. Tape Who's on another twenty nine? Is there any other twenty nines at the Eagles? Who's twenty nine right now? Isn't that Avante Maddox? Yeah, it might be. Okay. Maddox, Murray, looks the same. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Dumb. When she got that. All right, that's, that's, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, how about we do one more round of this this bracket? Mm-hmm. We'll get to the finals, and then one more question and finish it out. Um, all right, so let's go. This one might be an easy one. Brian Dawkins, Nick Foles. Brian Dawkins. Dawkins. Yep. Yep. Sorry, Nick. Dawkins is going to sweep through Stop, this. Stop. Is there anything? Ah, we'll wait till it. <laughs> we'll let it play out. All right. We're going to go Andy Reid, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. I'm saying Jason Kelsey. Yep. Jason Kelsey. Wow. What? You don't realize how iconic yeah. No, I don't. Like. That's what I'm saying. J- I don't. Jason Kelsey is like probably, he will. I think he's top Philly five royalty. Eagle. He's top five Eagle for sure. I mean, right now there's nobody that's more beloved in Philly. He just made it to the top five, top four right yeah. now. He made he's, it to the final four. He's, um, yeah. Got to get him on. Yep. Oh, yeah, we do. Come on, Kelsey. All right, we got Lane Johnson, Deshaun Jackson. I think Deshaun mm-hmm. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Mostly because when Lane Johnson got suspended for PDs. Oh. I forgot about that. Wow, now the negatives come. All right. Wow. Jackson and Kelsey in the Dude, final Dude, that four. game where he ran back that punt return is huge. Yeah, that was great. Huge. <laughs> All right, last one to send them into the final four. LaShawn McCoy, Jason Peters. This is the one of the harder ones for me. McCoy was I'm, probably one of my favorite all-time players. What do you think? I'm leaning toward McCoy. I think I'm leading McCoy too, because he it was just he was just fun. He 
he was like, fun. I, he was one of the best backs in football yep. for what three, four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And when and when we was at the link, and he saw that Redskins sign, and he went over and just took it out of their hand and balled it up and threw it on the ground. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. That's good. Everything seems to happen to the Redskins. That's an eagle. <laughs> it's always the, it's always yeah. the skins. All right, so we're down to four: Brian Dawkins, Deshaun Jackson, Jason Kelsey, Deshaun McCoy. What? <laughs> Has you guys most excited in the future? So when you look ahead, let's just say five. We don't want to look ahead too far, like 10 years, because we don't know what the Eagles are going to look like in 10 years. But over the next five years, let's say, what has you most excited about this team? Is it Jalen Hurts and the potential that he has? Is it, you know, what what are you guys looking forward to over the next five years? I'm excited. I'm happy we finally have a young receiving core. That's actually good. Mm-hmm. We've had, we haven't had, we've, I think we've always tried to go after, we had went after Alshon Jeffrey, went after our older players out of their prime just to kind of, that's what we could afford because we put all of our money into something else. Yeah. Um, but right now, because we have a quarterback that doesn't eat up all your money, we can go out and get those. So I think having that good receiving core, I think, we're, and Dallas Goddard, putting him into that too. Like, like that's just, this is some solid spe- special, or uh, what are they called? Skill position. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking for. <laughs> I knew it started with an S. Uh, but I, I think that's what I'm probably excited about mm-hmm. the most. The skill, young skill, young position. skill positions that can grow together and continue to move, to move on. Okay. Hmm. I think the thing that has me optimistic is, I, I know that Howie Roseman gets a lot of flack. And there's a lot of people in Philly that don't like him, but he built a Super Bowl team, and I feel like he's building another Super Bowl roster. And I think that he, if he does that, I mean, there's not very many GMs that can make a team and then it falls apart, and then they build another one like a couple years later. Ten, ten years, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say mm-hmm. it's gonna be depending on if they win another one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they will, but I I like a lot of the returns. Yeah, I'm seeing from him. Well, in building a Super Bowl mm-hmm. roster, I mean, it's different having a Super Bowl roster and then actually winning it is different. Right. right. And so I agree, they have a great roster. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, like, like you said, this year, like, is a sol- like is a solid team. I mean, not many people were talking about the 2017 Eagles as Super Bowl contenders until they were. Right. The vibes around this team are very similar to the vibes around that 2017. The energy of the players, the way they seem to gel, and it like feels like a team. Mm-hmm. Mm. The past couple of years, the Eagles haven't had that. Yeah, and would, it really feels like they're. Would behind. you potentially call it a dream team? Oh uh, no, Stop I wouldn't call it, it a dream. Just team. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even I, breathe those words. <laughs> I hated when Miles Sanders said yeah, that. I'm like, when he I said really, an all-star team, I was like, don't. I for- just stop, man. I forgot to put Vince Young on this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> all one one and a half years that he played for the team maybe uh, as the backup i actually was going to put harry roseman on here i totally forgot his name though and i was i meant to look it up and i forgot and then i ended up filling it out and forgot forgot Jeez. all about to go back but i was actually <laughs> going to put roseman on here at all uh as well um so coming next year this is a question that came up in my head so coming up coming up this year or like next year so after this year okay if lamar jackson doesn't sign an extension baltimore He'll be set to be a free agent at the end of this year. And he said that he is not signing. He's not going to negotiate mid, midway through the season. So we got about three, four weeks here. 
before we find out if Lamar Jackson is going to be a, uh, a free agent. Would you guys pull the trigger and sign him to $50 million a year contract, $240 million guaranteed, you know, something crazy like Deshaun Jackson, Aaron Rodgers? Would you sign Lamar Jackson next year on this team? I guess it, I guess no. it, nope. No, regardless, even, even if Hurts looks awful. Nope. <laughs> we have two first round picks this year. Sure. I would rather go like, I'm not, you're pretty much putting your team in it in a hang in handcuffs. I think Lamar, Lamar's a great player, but he's not to me. I, I think we've talked about this before. He, to me, he's not a top five. He's not a guy that you win. Um, I, I don't think so. I don't think you don't win, win because I actually, I, my hot take is I don't think he ever wins the Super Bowl. Whoa. Hmm. Okay. You own the book that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you have a lot of hot takes today. I love it. Yeah, you it. Said, so you said that, would you say that Tomlin is not a top five court, uh, head coach? So if you had to give me off the top of your head, top five head coaches now, you said Belichick. And, yep. Oh, in the NFL right now. Yep. Andy Reid. Uh, Belichick and Andy Reid. It doesn't have to be in order. I really but. like um, the Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle right? Shanahan, and I really like um, the Rams. Um, McVay. Sean McVay. McVay. Now, those guys could use some more seasoning, yep. they're, but I think they could be really good. And Mike LaFleur. Actually, I, LaFleur, you'll notice right, I really have a very heavy um, like West Coast That's, offense. Those are McVay guys, right? A lot of those LaFleur, are McVay yeah, guys. LaFleur. They were all coached together. LaFleur, LaFleur. LaFleur. Where's Zach Taylor at? Zach Taylor was there, too? Yeah, I'm not really into Zach Taylor. Oh, wow, okay. I take a lot of offense to that. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I do. I do like Zach Taylor a lot, though. He's too cautious. <laughs> Let the man throw the ball. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. He, I see what you're saying. He, he. Yeah. You're right. He needs to let Burrow cook. Let Burrow if cook. It feels yeah. like he's afraid to let that happen. That's true. Okay, I'll give you that. I thought where you were going with was like conservative play calling, like not as aggressive play calling wise. Um, they take shots. They take shots, but I'm talking like he. We've lost games because Zach Taylor goes for it on fourth down in positions when he shouldn't, and then we've also won games when we <laughs> would go Zach Taylor win in spite like if he didn't have Joe Burrow, would he still win? Oh man, that's a really hard question to answer. <laughs> probably, I mean, we had Marvin, probably not. I think, given that we had Marvin Lewis for what sixteen years, and you won, some and games. we won in spite of Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton had one good year. But I yeah. think that if you give Sean Taylor or Zach Taylor Andy Dalton, I think he makes the playoffs at least a few years. If you give him sixteen years and Andy Dalton for sixteen years, I think he makes. That's the playoffs. like yeah, but that's like the mid. That's like the dreaded middle where like you're not really good enough to be the top sure. to win, mm-hmm. but yet you're not bad enough that you can get it that's like the worst place yeah but i don't know i don't know i don't know that we fully know who zach taylor is yet either um you're right and you're right he could still become but at this point from what that's my that's where my yeah because he's Hmm. i've listened to podcasts now and of like zach taylor and brian callahan our offensive coordinator and lou alarino um defense coordinator and everybody talks about Zach Taylor being like this football wizard, incredibly smart. And so, yes, the cautious part, I agree. Um, but I think his knowledge of the game is up there with the best of them. Um, mm-hmm. Again, doesn't have the track record. I'm not trying to compare him with Belichick and 
all these guys. I'm not trying to say that, but everybody that's there, he's firm. He's defi- he's knowledgeable. He's decisive. When he makes a decision, he makes a decision. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can shoot you in the foot. Sometimes it works out. Like last year when we went for it, what was it? The, fir- the first time around when we played in week 16 against the Chiefs. Um, when we got to the goal line and we sat there and we had like literally like a 13 play drive within the five yard line against the chiefs. <laughs> yep. Like right. all of that, there were risky calls there where they literally could have lost the game in yep. one play and mm-hmm. he took them and he yep. ended up winning the game and they went well. Um, so he's bold, he's decisive. Um, I like that about him. Um, but you're right in the sense of oftentimes I'm like, dude, why like Burrow's eight for eight right now? Why are we running the ball three straight we, times and going right. three and out? Like, yep. let's get, put the ball in his hands. You know what I mean? Yep. Or vice versa, where they start throwing the ball like crazy when Mixon's hot, hot yeah. you know, and, and I'm like, okay, you're just trying to get something gelling, like just go with yeah. the hot hand, you know? Yeah. So I agree with that, but hmm. good stuff. All right, let's finish out this bracket. All right, which one do I want to go for first? All right, uh, Brian Dawkins, Deshaun Jackson. Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. Yep. Saw that one going. <laughs> All right. Man, I should have left Dawkins out of this. Just kidding. Nope. LaShawn McCoy, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Yep, I would have done the same thing too. (laughs) What is going on? I would have said Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey, number two? Have you ever watched the Super Bowl speech? Uh, (laughs) I I feel... you should parts okay okay no, you've seen parts m- maybe parts but I, I, I can't say i've seen the whole thing but I, i'm definitely going to look it up probably tonight that's iconic an iconic philly moment wow jason kelsey so wait eagles are built in the trenches so j- just give me a yay or nay i'm going to go down through very quickly all the players on this list mm-hmm. tell me if you pick jason kelsey over all these players or is this just who he played you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Runyon. Yes. Kelsey. Yep. Oh. Trent Cole. Yes. yes. Vic. Yes. McNabb. Yep. yep. Trotter. Yep. yep. Foles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wentz. Yep. Mm-hmm. Graham. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trey Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lane Johnson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dougie P. Yep. Yep. Jeremy Macklin. Yep. Curse. Yep. Yep. Jackson. Yep. Sheldon Brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Goodness gracious. What is going on? LaShawn McCoy, clearly you said yes. That would be the hardest one. Okay. Sproles. Yep. Yep. Ertz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hugh Douglas. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Westbrook. Yep. Mm-hmm. Avant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Peters. Yep. yep. Akers. Yep. Yeah. Reed. Yep. Yeah. You already said yes to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox. Yep. Leader Shepard. Mm-hmm. Asante Samuel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Terrell Owens and Chip Kelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. I am stunned. He's... I, I, like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Obviously, you guys are Eagles fans, so like, I'm not debating that. But I don't think I quite understood how much he meant to the Philadelphia it's good. I'm telling you, it's that They're pro- They could retire his number. Yeah. They're probably going to retire. The oh, Eagles might retire sure. his number. Yeah, because he's a great player. No debate there. But I didn't realize um, he was I, it's that. I think it's that speech. The speech maybe. Well, he still... I mean, he is on... He's had 123 straight starts. He's an Iron Man. Yep. He's and he's a they break. in the final in the week 17 last year they put him they put him in or it would have been week 18 the last game of the season they put him in for the first snap took him out 
because I wanted to keep that going. So he just had surgery on his on his elbow they, to release fluid. So they said it might be in jeopardy, but that he, he may not. Be back. But then they yeah, and then they also said he could be back as well. Wow. So like just they and just everybody I've said they said he he is the toughest guy in the organization. He's a bring your lunch pail to work kind of guy. <laughs> he shows up, does his business, no drama. But he fits that underdog like he was a sixth round draft pick, was terrible, and he turned himself through just hard work. And uh, he's not the biggest guy; he's kind of scrappy, but he he's quick. He turned himself into one of the best, if not the best, center in the game the last few years. Wow. Would so, you trade him right now for J- uh, Travis Kelsey? No. <laughs> <laughs> we had Dallas Goddard. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I think, true. Yeah, I think Goddard might even be just as good right now. As Kelsey? Kelsey? Yeah. <laughs> if you compare Goddard right uh, now to Kelsey right <laughs> now, yeah. Wow. He doesn't have the name recognition. Sure. He's a better athlete. Than Kelsey? Yeah. Right now he is. Kelsey's becoming a little old. He is getting older. You know that he's as old as Rob Winkowski? That's insane. And Rob looks like he, <laughs> he runs like a robot. He, yeah. That man cannot move yeah. right. Yeah. Kelsey's and then you got way Kelsey. more nimble. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he might be a better athlete than Kelsey because of age. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Put Goddard with Pat Mahomes. If you flipped him, right. If you put Goddard with Pat Mahomes, yeah. I mean, Pat Mahomes can make what? anybody look. Finish it. Finish it. So if you put Goddard with Pat Mahomes, what? He turns into Travis Kelsey. I think he's as best good. Best tight end in football? Yeah. He's that guy. <laughs> I, he's that, I think he's that good. <laughs> I cannot wait to get the comments on this one. <laughs> This is great. This is good stuff. I mean, I, I, if you watch, if you just watch, Goddard, I would disagree. I would disagree. I don't think. I'm not saying that Dallas Goddard can't get there, but I haven't seen it yet. I, right. I'm saying what I view as this upcoming year, first round draft pick. Who would football. I rather pick right now, Goddard? <laughs> if if I had to pick a tight end right now to play just this season, I would pick Goddard instead of Kelsey. Wow. I think he's a better athlete, and I think he's a better blocker. He probably isn't as good of a catcher. He's faster. Mm-hmm. He's got ups. I don't know if he's as smarter. Yeah, I don't. I, the only thing is, I don't know if he's as smart as Kelsey. Probably isn't. Kelsey's a lot smarter with picking like soft spots in the sure. zone. Mm-hmm. But Kelsey has kind of like this mind meld thing with like Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey's got mind meld. Kelsey <laughs> like has like four seasons though under his belt with hundred plus catches. Oh, yeah. And He's been the number one tight end for like eight years. Yeah, other than running. Maybe, maybe Kittle. Yeah, but... No. But I'm not looking at the past eight years. I'm wow, just looking you know what? at just this upcoming year. I left Goddard off this list. Eh, he's <laughs> not... I don't <laughs> know that I? he... Like, I don't know that he's done a whole lot. That he's not he there He would have got knocked out. Not yet. Quick. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. He's not an all-time eagle. No. Not yet. All right. Wow. So we... Mike Tomlin not being a top five coach. We got Travis Kelsey, Derek Dallas Goddard being better than Travis Kelsey. Right. Okay. There was another Upcom- one. This upcoming season. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. It's not like overall. Yeah. Or like- I knew what I meant, but yes, when yeah. I said it like that, you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I should quote you better than that. Um, <laughs> because that was, a, that was a very big misquote. It just makes it sound like <laughs> yeah. this idiot Eagles fan who's just like, ah. When I went back and listened to what I said, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's not what he meant. That is what he said, but that's not what he meant. <laughs> totally get it. Uh, there was another hot take too that you guys said before and I forget what it was, but anyway, 
All right. Book, was it Lamar Jackson that he never wins the Super Bowl? That he never wins the Super Bowl. That's bucket. the one. That was my They're bucket. Coming in hot. Trent and Brubaker. I love it. We're going to get so much blowback for this one. This is going to be so good. Great. Chris is going to eat this one up because <laughs> he's a Steelers fan and he's going to hate the fact that you said the Tom <laughs> so, It's going to be so good. All right. Um, I don't, I, I hate the Steelers and I, I, I mean, I can no, give but, some of my like, reasons like for you why said, I think that, but yeah, yeah like Lamar Jackson, like when you said, would you just drop everything, and give Lamar Jackson the money? I think you have to build your team around him. Like you can't just grab him and put him into mm-hmm. like the Eagles team. I don't think you can do that. No, bro. But listen, Lamar Jackson is a running football player. That's right. the best running football team in in football, like mm-hmm. the Eagles with the offensive line, they they're already built to be around Lamar Who, Jackson. Yeah, but the Eagles right now have a the Eagles potentially do not a better want roster. To run, be a running team, I'll tell you. They that. potentially have they a better roster no. than than the Raven, the Ravens, right now because of all the money that they're not putting into their quarterback. You give that quarterback, like you said, he wants a fifty million dollars. Like that's a lot a year. That's a lot of money to go to your quarterback. I understand that you're going to have to pay if yeah, you're yeah. going to want Hurts. You're going to have to pay him. But where do you lose all of that? Like, you're not going to pay Ertz $50 million. Name no the, way on earth. Name the last five quarterback uh, Super Bowl winners. Right. They all haven't had their big contracts. Exactly. They got their big contracts after. That, but what are they known for? Throwing. When was the last running where he was like, like Colin Kaepernick played in the... Super Bowl. Super Bowl. He was probably the last one. Cam I mean, Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. And Cam Newton. But he could throw past but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't win. You're right. But he was probably equal to Lamar in throwing ability. But they never won. Is, what you, is your won. point, though. It's my point. Yeah, it's your point. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. I, th- I know you can win. I just I, don't know if you can win in the Super Bowl because I feel like you have to be able to be both. Guess you have Mahomes. Who yeah, can, he can, he can, can move, run. but he's not Lamar. You have to be able to run, but you have to be able to be a, a, a able to make faster. Right. pinpoint faster. throws. Yeah. When the time comes, primarily you are a thrower, third and not 20, a and you need to make a play. You can't be the guy who's like, I'm, I'm solely running and I can throw. You have to be able to throw and if that's, and be able to run if that's something you can do. You sure. Know what I mean, yeah. I just think the the throwing is much more important than the running. So that's why I feel like I don't think Lamar will win. Wow. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I like Lamar. Yeah. I don't have anything against him. I just don't think he will, he'll win. There's too many good quarterbacks out there. There is a lot of good, especially in the <laughs> There's AFC. There's like mm. 10 quarterbacks I'd rather have than him, and half of them are in the AFC. Yep. And they're, most of them are younger than him. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So – all right, you said you wanted to give us your reasons for why Tomlin's not a f- top five head coach in the Well, I can. Why I think. I mean, he has a really good record. Yep. And he's been, I think some of it is he's part of a really good organization. I think that that um, organization is top one or two from the ownership perspective. And I think that's a really important aspect that doesn't get talked about. But I think ownership is what really sets like Steelers. the top, the top like Titan style, not Titans, but like yeah, the, yeah. the ones the who are like the teams. top teams who are consistently the top teams. They may change coaches, but if their ownership is consistent, sure, they just keep winning. So okay, I'm not. There's part of that, 
And then I, I think Tomlin's more of like a motivator, and he's played with a lot of really good. Like he had an excellent general manager. He always had really strong player teams. Mm-hmm. So I I view Tomlin as more of a he's he's a good like if you have the pieces to like kind of rally the troops, but he's not a strategic or I, I don't view him as like a super strategic coach. Okay, I put higher value on probably strategic coaches so are you talking strategic as in defensively offensively or both both, both. both. okay Belichick would be my defensive the other guys are all offense. offense yeah yeah mm-hmm. I would agree yeah, yeah that's a good point so if Tomlin leads this Pittsburgh Steelers team to the playoffs this year are you willing to put him in the top five um yeah yeah if he could I would I that would really yes that would really change my perspective on him. Yeah. If he can win with what I view as B-level quarterback play, they have a decent roster, but they don't have a good quarterback. Well, they have a great defense. I mean, their defense is great, yeah. but they, they it's play the offense. They have they, Najee Harris, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Right, right. Although their George Pickens yeah. looks pretty he, good. He, he, looks, <laughs> yeah. he looks like a beast, which yeah. they somehow always find. Just <laughs> like any receiver they yeah. draft is going to be all pro but chase, i think yeah, chase it'll, it'll be shocking Top i think if, <laughs> if the steelers do make the playoffs oh, based word, on yeah. the, like we just said the all the quarterbacks how strong the and the afc is well i think that's why i'm kind of asking the question they're definitely like, a wild card team because they're not gonna i don't think they're not they're gonna be better than the ravens i think the ravens are probably the number one team in that uh there's another division. pretty good team in that division well, you're right. The Bengals are pretty darn good. <laughs> pretty darn I good. forgot the Bengals. Are in the <laughs> you're right. The Bengals are gonna. You're right. You're right. I forgot the Bengals. The Bengals will win. So, like, like how they mm-hmm. probably they might not even be the the other wild card team is probably the Ravens. Hmm. So then, what are the Steelers going to be? Another the the last wild card team. And we'll see if they're. Are there three, there's three wild card teams, right? Three wild card teams, yeah. but we have the AFC West, which all four teams could potentially be in the playoffs. Yeah. We have, and then we have the AFC North, and you still have Titans and Colts in the same division. Yeah, Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last year. I don't think yep. they repeat that, but I'm just saying they're, they're a strong team. Yeah, and then you got the Bills and Patriots and the Dolphins in the other division. And so you I got, think the Dolphins are going to be better than Patriots this year, but that's just the Dolphins be better than Patriots. Oh, I, I, I think would the agree. Dolphins will be better than Patriots. I would agree, but I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo is the only team that makes it to playoffs in that division. <laughs> yeah. I could see the Patriots and the Dolphins missing the playoffs this year. Uh, the only thing about that is that literally the AFC West is going to kill each other. They it's, have to play each other. It's going to be a bloodbath. Like, yeah. that's you, uh, There's a, a way in there. I think the Bengals are a team that has to play the West this year. Yeah, we do. Ooh. Well, we play... We I don't think we play all the West. We play Kansas City. Okay. But we don't play, we don't play um, LA don't play, okay. or the Raiders again. Because okay. we played, no, we played them last year. Yeah, because yep, you we did. Played, yeah, we yep. played the Raiders, Broncos, mm-hmm. Chargers, and the Chiefs last year. But this year right. we get just the division winners and we got the Chiefs. Hmm. That was me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Brian Dawkins, Jason Kelsey. Brian Dawkins. Yeah, it's it's Dawkins. Really? Easy. Yep. Okay. I thought Dawkins was going to win this. There was a... 
Dawkins has too many it's great funny. speeches <sighs> and moments and just he is Dog on it. Dog yep. <laughs> no righteous man should cuss, he says. Um but there was one moment it came up it was during his um press or like the NFL films did a thing for him being retired retired and not retired going into the hall of fame there yep. it is <laughs> and uh he's like there's one time in his whole career that he never went out for pregame and that was whenever he was a bronco going into the philly stadium he's like hey, i could not do it he's like i was crying the whole time well he's like i could not go out and do my yeah, my pregame couldn't do the, i couldn't i could not go out there i forgot and, he played for denver yeah he did like that was ago. that was probably also one of the worst moments i remember being in my car in our car coming home from church getting an update saying brian dawkins going to the broncos yep that hit my heart that that cut yep deep. yep <laughs> but, i don't uh, remember that but he's like yeah he said that was the only time that he could never go out he said it was full of emotions he went out and merrill reese was talking he said that was the only time that any other player from any other team got really got a huge standing ovation and people were wearing brian dock there was tons of orange jerseys in there just to wear brian just to wear brian dock's jersey and he said just the people that like how much philadelphia loved him even though he was on a different team it's a huge deal you go into a different place with a different jersey especially in philly and philly yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so like i don't know just that that right there is just how much a town or city loves a player and how much he actually meant to the yeah to the organization yeah that right there was yep. pretty good wow so so it's fair to say my last question was going to be but it's pretty easy already who is your favorite eagle of all time i know yours is already brian dawkins because he's your favorite player of all time yep and you would agree is he your favorite player of all time not just the best eagle but favorite player yeah if I, my favorite player of all time was LaShawn mccoy okay so he was your favorite player, but you mm-hmm. still picked. Why did you pick Dawkins over? I feel like Dawkins is well. Like actually, more you picked important. Kelsey over. Yeah, D- Dawkins is more. I just felt like those guys were more impactful to the organization. To organization. And okay. like, if I had to pick, like, Philly really selected and loved those guys. And they, if if Shady had stayed with the Eagles, if he mm-hmm. hadn't gotten traded away, he would be in that same. He was on that trajectory. Mm. like the Eagles yeah he was really beloved yeah for sure I loved LaShawn McCoy he was fun to watch yeah he was great and he had a sweet nickname Shady Shady I wonder where that came from Okay, so I have uh, four interesting eagle facts, since we're doing an eagle episode, just about the eagles. Um, so, number one, the miraculous um, meadow, miracle in the, Me- in the Meadowlands, the very first one in 1978. Um, do you guys remember Do you remember that one? It was also against the Giants as well, because it's the Meadowlands. Um, there was uh, 30 seconds left. The team, the Giants, handed off the ball. To run out the clock, well, they fumbled it. Herm Edwards picked up the ball and ran it back for a touchdown. Hmm. Well, 
at that point in the NFL, coaches and owners thought kneeling the board was unsportsmanlike for a quarterback to kneel the ball. Because of that play, mindsets shifted and said, we're kneeling the ball because we're not going to do that again. Wow. That's so technic. So that helped kneeling of quarter. Yeah. Helped the kneeling of the that play come the victory victory formation um so and then number two so another one is in two star wars films uh they contain two eagle references or two players so apparently uh the what is it the lucas lucas films lucas films um sound engineer david accord loves his Philadelphia Eagles. When he was tasked to uh, to put the language of the reptile-like alien Tito in 2015 Star Wars Force Awakens, the beast was saying Selick and Fletcher <laughs> on screen huh. because of Brent Selick and Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. The references of the tight end, Brent Selick and Fletcher Cox. For Rogue One, the Star Wars story, he passed off the translation of Fly Eagles Fly as a mysterical Jedi city chant. Hmm. Wow. Fun facts about Star Wars. Interesting. Interesting. I've never seen those. Well, I've seen Rogue One, actually. But Me neither. I haven't watched it close enough to notice that. Hmm. Uh, number three, the Eagles logo is the only one facing left. Of, of the other NFL teams? Of all the N- other NFL teams are the only ones facing left. The main reason is because they wanted to make sure there's a hidden E in the Eagles logo. And they wanted to be facing the right way. Wow. So it's the only one facing left. Wow, that was wow, pretty interesting. that's interesting. And then final one, uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, or when they were getting ready for the Super Bowl, the cops wanted to make sure no one climbed telephone poles so they greased all the telephone poles yeah so no one would go on so as soon as they won knowing eagle fans they took that up as a challenge and try to climb poles so there's pictures of people all over the poles climbing climb. poles they're trying to climb the poles didn't they destroy cars too and stuff oh yeah like dude, they, they, went, they went cars. nuts and it was like it was <laughs> stupid philly what would you have done if you were there would you guys have flipped a car if everybody else was doing it. Everybody else is doing it. Your team just won the Super Bowl. Everybody's having fun. Yeah. They need one more guy. The van's just about to go over. They yeah. need one more. I'd probably go over and give it a little push. A little touch. Okay. Little push. Right. Fair enough. I don't blame you. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> but okay. So those are Eagles. Now these are Randos with Brando. Okay. All I right. got five quick Randos with Brando. All right. All right. The is Grand e- Theft Auto franchise. Wait, is this what? Eagles? Nope. This is just random, just random ra- stuff. Okay. <laughs> random, random. All right. So Grand Theft Auto franchise has lawsuits that total over $1 billion. Whoa. Wow. I'm not surprised by that at all. Yes. Uh, that number was insane. <laughs> um, dimes have 118 ridges on the edge. Hmm. Maybe if you count one and get one less or one more, it's worth more money. <laughs> You should try it. Yeah, I don't want you to be there. Japan has 23 vending machines per person. Oh wow! In their in their state. That's very disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little much. And they're not fat. 
Do you miss vending machines? No. I mean, they suck my money. No, but, <laughs> but I mean, like, remember, like, I remember growing up, there was a vending machine up at the fire hall. So just a soda machine, you know? You just go there and throw a few quarters in there. Um, actually, what happened at that vending machine is there was some sort of something wrong with it. When you would put the money in there, it would fall down to the bottom, which just so happened to have a crease that was like cracked at the bottom. And you can get a hanger, put the hanger in there and pull the coins <laughs> out. So we'd actually get free sodas all the time because you just pull, and <laughs> pull the coin out. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> oh yeah, we did a, a, I was young. You ever walk by and so. see somebody trying to stick their hand in the vending machine? I've never seen that. No. I've seen on movies. <laughs> I've never. I wanted. I've always wanted to see somebody actually doing it. I don't know why. Just for fun. Maybe we should do it. next time we have a bet on the show. Which, by the way, we got to do the ice baths. Next episode. Dude, I have to do that next episode. How's That's that gonna work? The next episode. That's right. Because we're gonna do our schedule. Just do this. the ice bucket challenge. Just pour water on me. I don't know. No, no, no. Am I actually gonna be in a bath? We got to do a bath. Where? I don't know. We'll, at, we'll figure at it out. Your house. All right. Yeah, your house, my house, mm-hmm. wherever. We'll just put the mic right on the toilet. We'll attach it to the toilet. This yep. will go on. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, uh, number four, a jiffy is a proper unit of time. If you didn't know that. What? It's a proper unit of time? Yes. It's a one one hundredth of a second. All right. Jiffy. So it, can a- it's actu- it actually means something. Huh. And then the final one is 75 burgers are sold at McDonald's every second. In McDonald's. That's more disturbing than the vending machine one. But see, that makes sense because they're like worldwide. Yeah. Bajillions of McDonald's. That's true. It's way unhealthy. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. That's actually kind of low. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. 75 million per second? Only 75. Oh, 75 75 burgers. But there's so many McDonald's in every single time zone that every second, every second is probably like, hmm, that is a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot of fake meat. But it's on average. <laughs> you said it's an average. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-five. So it could go more. That's true. I mean, if somebody is, is over there buying three or four themselves. I mean, that's like that's one person buying a burger for themselves. Right. So they're just averaging that out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Hmm. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening to, I guess, the Eagle episode of Coming Off the Bench. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trenton, for joining us today. And that was, was fun. So much fun. That was really fun. Yeah. Great questions. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of um, hot takes. I love it. Yep. Thank you for everybody that listened. Um, rate, review, subscribe, listen to uh, all our past episodes. We're technically starting season three next week. Not next week. Sorry, in two weeks. Oh, shoot. I forgot yep. about the transition to so season that's, three. Yeah. You were on the season finale. Yeah, season finale. Well, we we need to do a uh, a bloopers one now, or not a bloopers, but like That's a true. like a what did what did we call it last time? Like a recap. Yep. Or something. The stupid takes that I that. had. I didn't have many this this season. Not compared to last season, Never. right? All right. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember. Sorry. Right. 
Sorry, we don't need to rehash. This. Yeah, we could always look. Anyway, we could always find but, out. But thanks for thanks for listening. Um, we're doing our NFL preview next time. Yep. Uh, stay tuned for that one. And it is football season. Praise Jesus. It is football preseason football. Football is football. Not yet. Are you guys watching games? Heck yeah. Well, only like the first series. Yeah. I'm only when it matters. Slightly <laughs> paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched but, them. Yeah. Some of them. I'm excited. Football's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>